Well, now in the beginning of the Great Regression, major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. Break me once, shame on you. Break me twice, shame on me. Shut up and leave us alone, you douche. The following is rated MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Discretion advised. I wish Caution. I know how to quit you. Caution. Retards in area. I wish I know how to quit you. What, what, what's new? What, what are you doing, Hafe? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It is Wednesday? Wednesday, hump day. Oh my goodness, it's hump day in the hideout. <laughs> Hefe and Dubs, your hosts in this little uh, safe place for you. Tonight, a fantastic show. Uh, if you would like to participate anytime, uh, feel free. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. All right, here we go. Uh, we got Chunks Corolla, executive producer here. Tommy Bateman, our director on the Talk and Roll Controls. Uh, Matt Albert, third Mike and writer. And uh, uh, I would say upset guy. I think he's just tired from working today, to be honest with you. Also, he's too, just been glaring at me. Um, it's the rain. Uh, please don't. Uh, also, too, we got C Lane, our unpaid producer, screening your phone calls. Couple of in studio guests tonight. Uh, Dubs, your uh, your best friend from Michigan, is now back. So we got uh, Brian here. Yes, he's going to uh, kind of uh, help us out clerically with the uh, with the fancy draft we have coming up in a few. And joining us in the hideout tonight, uh, our very good friend. Mr. Drunky the Bear. What's hey, going on, what's going on, guys? Uh, good to see you, Drunky. Thank you for coming in tonight. No problem. Tonight is a very, very big night for the hideout. Um, those of you who have been with the show for a little while, you know, for the last two years, we have done the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Now, it is between people here on the show, mm-hmm. and that is part of the fun. We go usually to ESPN. Um, we use ESPN.com. We've used that before. We've used Fox before. I think I'm actually going to try a third one this year. All right, well, I'm down with whatever you want to do. So we will do that. And the fun thing about the Hideout Fantasy Football League is whoever gets the fewest points at the end of the weekend, including Monday Night Football, will have to stunt that week. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets the fewest points in the league overall has to stunt in what is called the stunt medley or the stunt bowl. Last year it was Tuttle. Last year uh, Tuttle had to do the stunt medley and proceeded to whine and bitch the whole time. So much so, he was not invited back this year. So, uh, however, though, it is uh, still us, uh, your hideout friends, uh, Dubs, we have your cousin, Bikeris BJ, who will be playing from Michigan. Yes, he will, and he's uh, going to get a webcam, so if he does lose, uh, he can uh, kind of do the stunts over there, and we'll put it up, up live on real TV. Uh, exactly, and of course we got Drunky the Bear here, so here's what's going to go on uh, later on this evening. Probably in about the next 30 minutes or so, we will do our draft on the air. We did it last year, it was a hit, and the thing about the uh, the draft is, Dubs, I don't know, so many people now, mm-hmm. so many people are into fantasy football. Like, 
in in ways that you've never even heard before. Where it is now, each year it's grown exponentially, and you see that it's everywhere. There are tons in, of websites. In every office, there's a pool going on or a, or a league going on where you can win and uh, have bragging rights the whole year, and people take it very very seriously. Well, most people play for money. Mm-hmm. We play for pain. Uh, we call it helmet of pain. This is one of the very few leagues that you aren't as interested in winning as you are of not losing overall. You do not want to come in last place because of the stunts. Yes. So you're playing not to lose. Dubs, I'm almost so excited about this and drunk you're already being here. I have there's so much like <laughs> almost cursed. Yeah. There's almost uh there's so many things for us to talk about this evening not related to fantasy football, but I kind of feel like I want to I want to get the draft going. It's the uh, big white elephant in the room that's there. I think we need to get it done and I, then and then go from there, and then we can move on with the rest of the show. Because here's what I see going on right now with everybody. Everybody is just looking over their mock drafts. Everybody's just kind of uh, choosing, picking, seeing what if, the other ones are going to take. If you look at Real TV, you can see Matt. I don't even think it's Matt. Uh, his mic's on. Maybe he has his headphones on. Just looking, going through who he's going to pick. Drunky doing the same thing. I know you've been over there studying Tommy Bateman. I'd almost like to maybe break early, come back, and get this draft started. I'm down with that. Are we prepared for it? We are prepared. We are ready to start. All right, now, really quickly, I did see this. Ten signs that you know you're addicted to fantasy football. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've done any of these. And maybe because of you know the nature of our league, some of us have found it. Let me ask you about it, Drunky. Yeah. Did you play fantasy football before last year? No. The, uh, the time I played with you guys is the first time I've ever played it. And here's a funny thing, too. Last year, Drunky picked all dolphins. Yeah. It was basically Drunky's dolphins. We laughed at you, <laughs> but ended up working out okay. You only lost, what, maybe twice out of the 17 weeks, if that? No, I only lost once. I only had to do one stunt. That was a stunt. Well, we... no, you lost overall one time, but you usually beat people. You just weren't like the... Uh... Yeah, but oh, as yeah, far yeah. as the lowest point total goes, so you only had to stunt one time. Yeah. Are you in any, any other fantasy football leagues this year, or just this one? Not just this one, because this one's a fun... I mean, unless I'm betting, which I have no mm-hmm. money to bet with, this is the next best thing I could do, because I, I get on there... I, I actually got addicted last time I played with you guys, and I would go and check it... Like, every time a game would play, I'd check it online to see how many points I had, and it, it is addicting. All right, Drunky's currency's pain. That's what he can deal out. He doesn't mm-hmm. have any money, but he yeah. has pain that he can take off with the uh, the helmet of pain. Now, he, that's the interesting thing, too, that I've, I've realized uh, about Sundays. Each one of us uh, would have our screens open, and it was it was viewable uh, from the website, realradio.fm, uh, and you could see how each team was doing and keep up mm-hmm. uh, with how we were all going to end up scoring for the week. Sometimes you could even tell in the first round of Sunday games uh, who was really, really, really going to have a, uh, a crappy time of it. All right, Dubs, 10 signs you're a fantasy football addict. Uh, number 10, you check your fantasy team's box score while the rest of the family opens holiday gifts. Yes. Now, have you ever been guilty of any family gathering, be it Thanksgiving, be it Christmas, where it's more about how your team's performing. I've had the uh, the moments where I said, no, I'm not going over to my family's place because they don't have a computer there so I can check my stats. You even see on ESPN, the whole thing they're pushing right now is that mobile ESPN, so you can check your scores from anywhere, and you can make any lineup changes that you need to from anywhere. I know a lot of people won't leave their house up until noon just to make sure that everything is set. 
Uh, number nine, you'd rather watch the Thanksgiving Day blowout instead of feasting at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And it's always a lot of fun, too, to have somebody either on the Cowboys, Lions, or whichever other teams are playing on uh, on Thanksgiving. That way there's a little bit more added bonus. Because you know the Lions suck and whoever's playing against them is going to win. No, it, it, actually the Thanksgiving giving Day game is one that we can always uh, kind of pull out, except for that one against the Colts. Uh, right, whoever, it was just completely terrible. Whoever wrote this was semi-bidding, but it is kind of interesting. Uh Number eight, you miss work uh, waiting around for the DirecTV installer to stop by when he never does. Now, you have the NFL ticket mm-hmm. and on DirecTV. Is that the greatest thing for any uh, fantasy football If you, football if you uh, are into fantasy football really big, yeah, definitely need that Sunday ticket just so you can keep on jumping around to all your different players. Uh, here's one. You, hour, you arrive an hour late on a date because you were picking up players on the waiver wire. I know... The, the thing about this, too, is whenever we talk to Mark St. Amant, who's our fantasy football guy on Friday, the whole time we're all logged into the computer site, seeing who he's thinking may uh, may have the big weekend, and racing to try to pick that guy up. Um, you're, at your be- you're the best man at your friend's wedding. You remember to take your cell phone to make sure you can consummate a trade. Um, your wife is busy preparing a romantic night, um, and you sneak away to check your fantasy team in the hotel lobby. Something like that. Can I guess one? Mm-hmm. What about you get drunk and beat your wife because Ricky Williams sucks and he's scoring you no points? Okay, maybe that just happened to me. It could be. It could be for you. Uh, your uh, your list for fantasy football. Um, all right, the rest of these are crap as I look at it. But anyway, it is funny, though, that there I are... I do identify with a couple of those, though. ...that you go through and there are things. Do you put off, like for sports, have you ever put off sex? And oh just, yeah, and just said, video games have put it off. Like you know what, I am uh, in the playoffs right now, hon. This can wait for next weekend. Yeah, so I've been there too, and chicks don't understand it. That's the one thing that maybe we should do, like for our chicks, is have them realize how important this is and how important. Because I did, did Elizabeth Longhair get it at all, drunkie? Oh, she doesn't get anything. I do not one damn thing. And uh, putting off sex, I've put off sex to uh, put gas in my car <laughs> <laughs> or anything. It don't matter to me. So it's We're married, simple. It's horrible. All right, well, uh, Dubs, you want to take a break and come back for the third uh, annual hideout fantasy football draft? We're getting BJ on the line right now. All right, we'll get a hold of Mike here, BJ. Again, the teams in the draft order. Drafting uh, in the first slot. Uh, here it goes one through eight. It's Dubs, then it's me, Hefe, then it's Drunky, then it's Matt, then it's Trunks, the interns, which will be represented by C Lane tonight, Bicurious BJ at the seven hole, and Tommy Bateman with the eight. And it's in what the snake order? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the eighth overall pick will get the first uh, pick in the second round. Now here's what I'd love because uh, we have so many football fans out there, guys who are, have already either gone through this or are going to go through this, if you hear a selection that you think is crap, obviously feel free to call. And bust them on it. And uh, bust people. Or if you even maybe have a little suggestion or two, I would be up for that. So 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Tonight we are men, and it's the 2006 Hideout Fantasy Football Draft. Next on Rural Radio 104.1. It's Wednesday night in the hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Want to remind you, 
Um, Real Radio.fm and Real TV. Drunky the Bear in the hideout with us for this uh, fantasy football draft that we're about to do. Also, too, out there, uh, J-Dubs, is hideoutheretics.net for the clips of Real TV, in case you've missed any of the really, really good stuff. And also the new chat, unfiltered chat on hideoutheretics.net and fullblownage.com, where they have uh, 40-plus new ringtones. Wow. So you can go there and get those uh, as well. Um, To my understanding, the chat is up and hopping. We're about to do this uh, fantasy football draft, J-Dubs. And SKD says a huge sign is definitely when you win the when you watch the nine three win by the Niners over Arizona, and actually enjoy the game because you found some rookie stud on your team. Or also too, when it comes to fantasy football, when you root against your diehard favorite team of all time because you have someone on the other team. You know, I never go that far. I I I figure you know I'm going to lose one of them, you know, or I'm going to win one of them. So one way I'm going to be happy. All right, let's go over the rules for this fantasy draft again. This is for the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Um, the loser each weekend will have to stunt, and that, the loser being whoever gets the fewest points. Overall, they will have to do all of the stunts, 17 stunts, in what we call the Stunt Bowl, and that would be Stunt Bowl 3 when we do it uh, coming up in January, J-Dubs. What are the rules as far as the actual drafting go. All right, we're going to be drafting uh, 14. Uh, we're going to be going through 14 rounds, so each person is going to get to pick 14 times. And we will be going during the commercial breaks as well. Yes. Uh, so uh, you're going to need, as a starting lineup, one quarterback, uh, two running backs, two wide receivers, a wide receiver or tight end, a kicker, and defense. And then we're going to uh, you draft six bench players, and then I'll leave you two open bench spots for you to pick up during free agency. All right, free agency for the waivers and people who did not get drafted? Exactly. So you'll be able to go online later on and pick up uh, another two people that you may want. Now, Dubs, tell me a little bit about, uh, give me the draft order one more time and the, how that works. The draft order is me at number one, Hefe at number two, Drunky at number three, Matt at number four, Chunks number five, C-Lane number six, BJ at number seven and Tommy at number eight, and that means uh, during the the odd rounds, that's going to be the order. The even rounds, it goes exactly the opposite. So uh, round two will be Tommy, BJ, C Lane, Chunks, Matt, Drunky, Hefe, me. All right, very good, J Dubs. There it is. Those are the rules. We would love for you to comment all the way through. I guess you could. Are you nervous at all? I am because uh, I've already selected who I'm taking. Number one. I've, I've committed to it. By the way, the draft order was selected at random at the end of the show last night. It was yeah. not an order of importance. Otherwise, it would have been Hefe, what? Drunky, uh, Chunks, Matt, BJ. How dare you? And then just gone from there. <laughs> I'm not commissioning now. Let's uh, go to EJ from the U really, really quick uh, in the 407. What's up, EJ? You guys need to pick up all guys from Miami. I know Drunky's going to do that. But yeah. Pick up the guys from the U. Um, he why? wants an all-U team. Why? He's the alumni. I mean, technically, it wouldn't be a bad team. No. You'd have a decent shot. I'm not going to go that way. I've always wanted to do the all-white team, but there's no white running backs. I don't want a gimmick, man, because we have to stunt. And we're going to make the uh, stunts this year a little bit more hardcore. Last year, they were were pretty intense. I mean, Drunky ate uh, buffalo chips laced with mace. So And we did a whole bunch of other ones. But this year, I think we're going to take the stunts up a level, too. Mm -hmm. All right, so here we go. I guess we're now ready for the first selection in the 2006 Hideout Fantasy Football Draft. 
the 2006 All right, with the first pick in the Hideout Fantasy Football Draft, me, J-Dubs, I am taking LaDainian Tomlinson. <laughs> what a hack. I can't believe you went with Tomlinson. By the way, everyone cross these off on your uh, board. You went Tomlin one overall? One overall. I, I believe that he's a solid guy through and through. I don't think he's going to be nearly as effective this year. Why not? Without Drew Brees there? Drew Brees, when he was doing his worst, was when LT was at his best. They're going to focus so much on the run and make Phillip Rivers beat them. Oh, boy. All right. Hey, that's fantastic, J-Dubs. Because with the number two pick, El Jefe selects Sean Alexander of the Seattle Seahawks at running back. See, he wasn't even in the conversation for me to take at number one. Why not? It was either LT or LJ. He's been ranked number one on most of the uh, fantasy boards. I, I'm happy with that. Sean it, Alexander. It always makes me nervous when someone comes off of a really big year. All right. All right. For number three, Bear Shoot Man picks Larry Johnson. All right. Very good. I had him last year, and he kicked ass, and I'm taking him this year again. Now, what about Ronnie Brown? When are you going to try to get Ronnie Brown? In the <laughs> I know Dolphins? you guys aren't going to take him, so I'll get him later. <laughs> All right, now we're down to the four pick, and this is moving pretty quickly in this round one. We are now up to Matt Albert. I take Peyton Manning. Ooh. Wow. Not a, breaking it up a little bit. Not a bad thought, just plain and simply for the fact, because... Uh, the, the big, to- the big uh, uh, running backs are gone. The top three running backs are gone, so you may as well go for the number one quarterback. Again, that seems a bit of a gamble, just because the running game isn't going to be as strong this year. But, you know, whatever, Matt. You seem to sit around a lot and watch football, so I guess I'll take your word for it. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1, the 2006 Hideout Fantasy Football Draft, which will in turn lead to... Helmet of pain. Stunts every week, depending on who has the fewest points at the end of the fantasy football weekend. We are now... We're up to chunks. By the way, if you go to Real TV on RealRadio.fm, you can see our draft board. And the draft board is available. Chunks, it is your pick. Well, I was betting on Drunky kind of messing up and just saying somebody wacko. <laughs> but you need to give me a shot at one of the good running backs or Peyton. And I know it's going to sound a little crazy, but I am going to have to go with Tiki Barber. That's not a bad pick. He's not a, terrible. He's a top five guy on most of the boards. And I was thinking, too, like, I, I want to go, you know, I like running backs. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't get one this round, it'd be 13 picks that would have went by without me getting a running back. So right. I want to get that out of the way. Hold on. Josh in the 407 has something for us. What's up, Josh? Yeah, uh, Hefe, you got to keep in mind something on your pick. Sean Alexander looks good on paper, but this year he's on the cover of Madden 07, so he's got the curse. The Madden curse. I don't believe in curses. I saw that Jimmy <laughs> Jam won the presidency of the uh, Heretics, and he seems to be a winner. How could you not believe in curses? Ever since I'm with you, you've all but died. Listen, I figure <laughs> that I have had such an awful year. Sean Alexander, he, Sean Alexander is too fat. To get hurt, so I'm not worried about it. He's a little thick. He's like Beyonce. All right, here we go. You ready over there, Dubs? Yeah, actually, C Lane now. All right, C Lane, who's your pick? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Clinton Portis, who is injured right now. <laughs> and, <laughs> has a shattered shoulder and may not start the season. Enjoy that pick. I think I think he's gonna be good. All right, people are sending me their suggestions. Thank you, boys. Appreciate that. All right, bye, Curious BJ. You're up. 
I'm going to go with uh, Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson yeah. running back out of St. Louis. Uh, by Curious BJ, of course, the star of the Behind the By Curious, the hideout documentary that was made by software hideout documentary filmmaker. That will be debuted before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Promise. You are up in Michigan right now, so if you lose one weekend, get the fewest points, and have to stunt, BJ, you are going to stunt on camera? Yes. All right, very good. On a webcam? All right, hold on. We'll get back to you. Tommy Bateman, it is now time for your pick. Oh, God. Uh, how much time do we have? Well, you have two picks to do consecutively, so... Here's the thing. Now you guys got me worried about this Sean Alexander and this Madden curse. <laughs> He's a don't man. I'm serious. You've almost killed me, like you said with the Malloy. I see you back there trying to do this. Wait thing. till Saturday. <sighs> yeah, with the real race. We ought to talk to uh, the drunkie about that when we get the chance. Let's go to Chuck in the 407. What's up, Chuck? Hey man, how you doing? All right, buddy. Hey, enjoying the show. Thank you. Hey, what about Cadillac Williams? Are you guys forgetting, or is he just not? Ah, well, he, he he's one of those second-year players, and there's always that sophomore slump. He's still on the board. I mean, this, yeah. is, this is round one, so I'm sure you'll see him go in the next ten picks or so. Tommy Bateman, do you have your back-to-back picks? You're at the eighth slot that snakes back to you again. God, I hate this. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see, here's the thing about Tommy. Whenever he tries to pick, Tommy... Let's fantasy football run his life. Mm-hmm. Sundays during the fall for him. And he hates football. Uh, yeah, he hates it. Are useless because he sits there staring at the computer trying to change things <laughs> as he goes. Hey, there's a UFC fantasy uh, league now, by the way. I think we should get on that. Whatever, I'd actually do my homework. All right, here we go. you got 30 seconds to make both your picks. Um, all right. How about Ronnie Brown? Ronnie Brown. Uh, Ronnie Brown. Is Miami running back. And at, at the eighth pick, now this goes down to uh, to the ninth pick. Let's see. Dubs, if you were me, would you go for a running back, quarterback, no or help. wide receiver? Why? No help, dude. We're all competing against each other in the... Helmet of pain. I know what I'd do. It's your call, though. Dubs, what would you do? I, 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 I texted it over to him. Did what you I really? <laughs> I'm going to go with T.O. then. Ooh, that's a gamble. That's a gamble. Because but a gamble I would take as well. I wouldn't take it first pick in the second round. It's a hideout road radio 104.1, 407-916-1041, 888 Let's try to get this second round done with as we go through before we take a break. Then we'll continue to draft during the commercial breaks. Hideout Fantasy Football 2006, third year that we've done this. We are now to Bicurious Curious BJ. BJ? Yes. All right, what's your pick? I'm going to go with uh, Willis McGahee. Willis McGahee. That is a good pick. I like that pick in the uh, second pick of the second round. C-Lane? We'll go with uh, Tom Brady. Ooh, he might not be playing because of the whole Balco thing. Mm-hmm. Did you see that, Dubs? Mm-hmm. He's got those ties to uh, Bonds' workout crew. Good Damn pick, it. though. Good Thank pick, C-Lane. Way to go. You're representing the interns real real nicely there. Chunks? Yeah. Chad Johnson. Nice pick. Yeah, that's. I can't believe he's left there. Yep. Matt Albert? To get a look at the draft board, go to Real TV on realradio.fm. 
2006 Hideout Fantasy Football Draft. I'm going to go with... Uh, is, Ed, is Edger and James hurt? No, he's just on the Cardinals. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I'm going to go with... I love how that's enough for him to have a blown out knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's with the Cardinals. I'm not going to take that chance. <laughs> There's some good wide receivers still out there. You mm-hmm. still got Torrey Holt, Marvin Harrison, Steve Smith. What's the scoring system again? Touchdowns are the biggest thing. Yeah, touchdowns count for the most. Uh, five points for each uh, touchdown for a uh, quarterback, six points for wide receivers and uh, running backs. Okay, I'll go with... All right, let me say this now. No help from the Heretics. I'm pissed at EJ from the U, and he's banned for the rest of the week. Why? What are you he doing now? He told Tommy who to pick. I didn't go with it, though. Everybody I am's off. I'll go with... Trust me, no one's trying to help me. I'm only here to talk back and forth to you. Edron James. Edron James. Edron James off the board. We're going to wrap up this uh, second round. Second round really quickly. That leaves Drunky the Bear on the board. Yes, Bear Man's going with Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. Oh. Hopefully hopefully his mind's right. He's still afraid of people rolling up on his knee. He hasn't played yet. Good old shaky leg. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Half a year up. I feel you, big guy. I am going to take... Damn it. There are three guys I'm really debating between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see them? You're and out. I know you. I know you're going to probably take the other two that I'm considering. Yep, because I got two consecutives. I'm going to roll the dice with Steve Smith, wide receiver, Carolina Panthers. That's not a bad rolling of the dice. Just I know he's got the hammy problem, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I want him. Uh, I want to make sure he's healthy. He has Keyshawn Johnson with him, too, so that's going to take away his catches. It's not going to take away his catches. It's going to open him up. No, it's going to take away his catches. No, I mean, you can <laughs> say the opposite thing of what I said. It's going to take away his catches. I think it's going to open him up, though. And Dubs, wrap up the second round here in the hideout. I will take with my first one, uh, Marvin Harrison. <sighs> All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, somebody just said, on the, well, I'm not going to say because it it's going to piss him off for the rest of the night. Never mind. All right, Marvin Harrison off the board. Let's see if we can try to fix the board so that people can read it. I know people are having trouble on Real TV, uh, realradio.fm. We're going to take a break, come back. Tommy, throw in a little promo or something during the uh, island so that we can draft on the air, or off the air, and uh, hopefully we can scoot through this. It's the Hideout 2006 Fantasy Football Draft. Your thoughts on the first and second rounds, if you like, or maybe who your sleepers are. It's next in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. If you'd like to comment on our hideout fantasy football draft 2006, this all leads to the Helmet of Pain. Helmet of Pain. Stunts, if you have the lowest points at the end of the weekend in the hideout, you stunt. It's all of us in the hideout, including the intern team, plus Drunky the Bear from the Monsters in the Morning, who will be with us at the Real Race, of course, on Saturday. We'll talk more about that in a second. And by Curious BJ, Dubs' cousin who is um, currently on the board and also, too, the star of our hideout documentary, Behind the Bicurious. Um, J-Dubs. Yes. The 2006 Hideout Fantasy Football 
during the break. Let's recap the third round. I uh, took Randy Moss. Uh, I took Rudy Johnson. Drunky, you took? I took uh, Cadillac Williams. Matt? I took Brian Westbrook. Uh, Terry Holt. And I grabbed Reggie Bush. So now we are at By Curious BJ. BJ, who are you selecting? I'm going to take Randy Moss. I already took Randy Moss. Did you? Yes, that was my pick during the break. That was right before That's we That's what I just said. Oh, okay. Right okay. before okay. we went okay. to the commercial break. <laughs> I guess we were paying attention. How about... Uh... Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald, you've got him. He's okay. off the board wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. People expecting him to have a breakout year considering uh, Edger James and the whole thing. All right, where are you, Tommy? Your back-to-back picks. Uh, I'm going to go with... I guess nobody's took Lamont Jordan, right? Nope. And I'll pick him. And... Again, in the Hideout Fantasy Football League, you get your one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a kicker, a defense, and six players on the bench. Let's go to Turtle in the 407 real quick. What's up, Turtle? How you doing, man? Great show. Thank you, baby. What you got? All right. Um, I called one time before. I'm a tattoo artist here in the 407. I want to provide my services for the Helmet of Pain. I, you know, Ooh, a tattoo in the helmet of pain. I, I like that let one. Let me tell you what, absolutely, if at some point we have a tattoo bet come up, which may happen because the Lions and Cowboys play each other, Dallas mm-hmm. versus Detroit, Week Hebe 17. versus Dubs, we may need your services. Hold on, we'll get you info, all right, buddy? Appreciate it. All right, Tommy, who's uh, your other pick? Uh, I'm going to go with a Sid Cata recommendation. And uh, I hate doing this. I'm going to go with Eli Manning. That's not a bad pick. Not terrible. You just hope that he, uh, he's he got it all together for Why? Him. Why would you do this to me, Dubs? As, lo- as long as it's not, you know, the playoffs, you'll be all right. Yeah. You seem to be okay. Isn't he hurt? He's out for the season, right? Shut up. <laughs> all right, here we go. Now that's back to C-Lane. C-Lane, your pick. In the fourth round, second pick of the fourth round. I'm going to have to go with... Uh, Santana Moss. Right, why are you laughing over there, Matt, as a, as a Redskins fan? Because he's not going to get any catches with three, you know, top flight receivers on his team now. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, this moves us over to By Curious B. Oh, no. Do we skip BJ or BJ already had his? No, BJ didn't get his second one. I think we skipped it. All right, let's go back to BJ. BJ, you could have Santana if you want. BJ, yeah, you are. Uh... So if I want Santana Moss, huh? Yeah, if you still want him, you can take him. Um, if you take a starting quarterback, do you get their backup? Yes. Okay, so if, let's say I take Kurt Warner, then I get Matt Liner too. Exactly. All right, I'm going to go with Kurt Warner. Are you sure it works yep. that way? Yep, that's how we've done in the past. I, no, it's no. not. That's not the way it worked last that's the way year. It's always been in all my leagues. Well, I don't care about you. Last year, that's right. not the way it worked. All right, then no, no, we aren't doing it like that this year. I, I listen. I don't mind if we do it that way because it's kind of easier. Well, the, the way the league was set up last year, it wasn't yeah, like that. Yeah, but it wasn't like do that. You guys, why do it like that this year? I don't care. I no. I actually like that in case your guy gets hurt. To be yeah, honest with you. Yeah, and then the guy who comes in finishes the game, you still get his stats. Yes. So, so yeah, we're gonna do it like that. You want Kurt Warner? Well, if I go with Kurt Warner, and then he gets hurt for say blows his ACL out, and yes. he gets liner the rest of the year, right? Yes. 
All right, I want, yeah, Kurt Warner. All right, that's not a bad uh, option, then. I think this is the way I did it in the other league I that, think, we were, that I was doing in. We may have even done it that way the first year we did the uh, mm-hmm. the fantasy football draft. All right, then then Santana Moss went to C-Lane. That takes us to Chunks. Has Tory Holt been picked yet? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, this is a little unorthodox, but I'm going to go with Antonio Gates. Good pick. Yeah, it's still a good pick, even though Philip Rivers will never get him the ball. Let's take it over to Matt Albert now. I think I'm going to take hmm, Chris Chambers. Where is he on? Oh, okay, there he is. Wide receiver from Miami. Mm-hmm. Drunky, who are you taking? I'm going with Anquan Bolden, even though I don't know how to say his name. You got it. You've, uh, you actually nailed it there. Drunky, I was afraid you were going to take uh, my combo. Since we are taking starter backups, mm-hmm. I'm going Dante Culpepper, Joey Harrington, the two hottest quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> Damn you, I wanted him. I, I was sure you were about <laughs> to take him, Drunky. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, now I get back-to-backers. Dante and... Man, that Harrington, I'll tell you what. Plays the piano. <laughs> he is the piano, man. Has a nice haircut, manicured hands. Squinty eyes. Can't complete a pass, but whatever. He's got a strong arm. All right, Dubs, we'll do yours. We'll take another break and come back. All right, uh, I'm going to take Dominic Davis. Oh, that's a good pickup. Ranked number 22 on a lot of the boards. That's Domin- odd, because I had him last year and he did nothing. I think this year it's going to be a little bit better. People are saying... Lamont Jordan is a bum. Who cares? <laughs> and you want me to do my one more pick? Nope, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do more. It's a hideout, Real Radio. Everybody into the main studio, Real Radio. Pat a little bit, Tommy, 104.1. All right, here we go. It's a hideout. It's a hideout fantasy football draft. This the reason we spend so much time and do it on the air is because it all decides Helmet of Pain. Stunts and the Helmet of Pain stunts at the end of every weekend, whoever has the fewest points in our league will have to stunt. And uh, we decide what the helmet of pain stunts are gonna be with you guys. You guys throw them out there and we do them. It's that the little way everybody does fantasy football, we don't do it for money, we do it for pride. Right now, we are in the middle of our uh, 2006, our third annual Hideout Fantasy Football Draft. The 2006 Hideout Fantasy Football Draft. During the break, I took Mark Bulger. I bet you took? Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. I took uh, Hasselbeck. Matt Hasselbeck. I took Roy Williams. Roy Williams. Going after my heart. And now we're up to Chunks, who has nothing going on. He's staring at a uh, coloring book, I think. Jeez. Um, uh, I love this. this. There's not that many. I can't here. believe it's already here, Fantasy Football, and the... Helmet of Pain. Oh, it's going to be brutal this year, too. Chunks? Pick! Come right. on, man. God. You're going to forfeit your pick if you don't This is taking three minutes now. All right, uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, oh crap! Michael Vick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Let me uh, flip a few pages to go cross him off. Jesus, that's number 65 on the board. I'm gonna go with uh, Heinz Ward. I can't believe he was left this long. I was hoping he was gonna make it to me. I just, I'm not picking any Steelers, so whatever. I'll deal with it. I don't pick Cowboys. Really? I don't choose. I don't like to pick Redskins either. Yeah, just because you have so much invested being a Skins fan, and then obviously you can't root for the Cowboys. We're to Buy Curious BJ now, aren't we? Yes, Buy Curious BJ, do you have your pick? I'm going to go with uh, Plaxico Burris. Plax, all right. Damn it. I was hoping he'd slip through. That kind of sucks. Drunk bastard. <laughs> Tommy, time for your back-to-backs. I'm so lost I can't even find my sheets anymore. Oh, here we go. <sighs> what are you lacking, Tommy? Uh, everything. What do you, what do you have? Every I am I get. That was awful. You should have gone with this one. And then someone turn said... Off, turn off your I am's because they're just going to do uh, completely confusing. I need, well, I'm not paying any attention to them. And after I pick one, you guys go, that's great. And then everyone goes, that sucked. That was awful. All right, so who do you... What so do you, far, I have Eli Manning, and now I'm going to get 87 IMs, so he sucks. Um, Lamont Jordan, who uh, Dub's friend Brian says sucks. Uh, Ronnie Brown, who I have no idea who he That's, is. That is a strong pick. And then uh, Terrell Owens for wide receiver. You can't go wrong with T.O. I guess you would probably need yeah. a wide receiver, Tommy. <sighs> There's some really good ones still left out there. Mm-hmm. Are they number 33 by chance? He's a good one. Yeah, he's up there. I have to look in Dub's evil eyes. <laughs> uh, I'll go with Donald Driver then. All right, so that's one right wide receiver off the board, Donald Driver, wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. No, I guess I'll just skip ahead and go to another wide receiver since defense doesn't put up as much points usually. Um, let's see. Um, did anybody choose uh, Daryl Jackson yet? Nope, he's still on the. Let me see if he's... He did, he did well for me last year. All I've right, had him in I'll, the past, too. I'll trust your judgment, Hefe, and go with Darrell Jackson. Although he did hurt his knee toward yeah, the end of the damn year. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> no, but he's... He's, he's well, solid. Yeah, he's healthy, and he played in the playoffs and did well, so you're all right. He did miss a lot of the season. Uh, it's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. C-Lane, you're up. I believe we're in the sixth round time... Uh, Dubs? No, no, yeah. BJ's back up. Oh, BJ, I'm sorry. I keep skipping BJ since he's on the phone. He's up in Michigan. He's Dubs' cousin slash friend. A lot of Dubs' crazy stories as you ever hear also involve him. And if he loses, he will stunt on a webcam. All right, here we go, BJ. Has anyone taken Matt Hasselbeck? Yes. Yeah. He is gone. How about Joe Horn? Joe Horn is still on the board. I'll pick Joe Horn. That's a good pick. All right, Wild Hawk wants to know why Tommy picked Nick... Nicole Brown Simpson. I hate you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, all right, now it's to you, C Lane. Uh, I'm going to go with hmm, Jeremy Shockey. PJ <laughs> <laughs> saw that giggle, just laughing. <laughs> Leave BJ on there so we can okay. get his reaction to the picks. Yeah, if you have a, if you want to throw out anything, BJ, you're on on the air. All right. Okay. Chunks. Good. I'm going to well, go with um, Bears defense. It's wow. not a bad pick. Throwing the Bears up there already. I mean, you know, at this point, it's all kind of going to be the same, depending. I got, I pretty much have everything I need. So. All righty. 
That takes us now to Matthew Albert. Matthew S. Albert. I'm going to take... Hmm. I'm going to take Jamal Lewis. <laughs> I love what? That, I love having BJ on there to giggle. Realistic <laughs> 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 bastard. You're up, yeah, you're one to talk. Uh, you're up, drunkie. All right, I'm going with Chris Chambers. Finally, a Dolphins. <laughs> I already have him. You do? Yeah. yeah. He's really? Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn it. Come on, drunkie. Oh. Um. Okay, I'm going with, uh, I guess, Joey Galloway. All right, Joey Galloway is a good pick. El Jefe shall select at the wide receiver position. Man, I'm taking risks. I got to have it, though. Let's hope the knee's healthy. Javon Walker. Javon Walker. Green. Oh, where is he playing now? Denver. Denver. Oh, that's, that'll help out. All right, where are you, Dubs? Back to backs. All right. Uh, can we go with both of them? Or? Yeah, yeah, go okay. let's roll both. I'm doing the first one being a homer pick. And my backup running uh, back spot, Kevin Jones. All right, let me it's... flip to the fourth page on this no, one. No, he's on the second page, number 53 on the... On your list, I think you got to stay with that one, man. And Andre Johnson, wide receiver for the Texans. Houston Texans. All right, I'm going to take a gamble again. Here's Hefe going out on a limb. I am going to select. Two guys I really want. Let me go with who are my running backs? I got Sean Alexander, Rudy Johnson, Dante Culpepper, Joey Harrington. God, what was I thinking? <laughs> in that case, I'm going to take Jake DeLome and the Carolina Panther quarterbacks. Not a bad pick for my backup QB. Jake DeLome, Carolina Panthers off the board. I'm loving this. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, 2006. All right. Uh, actually, football draft. Mike in the 407 wants to say something. Mike, you there? Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Good, buddy. Good. Hey, listen. I got a couple of things for you. One, Plaxico Burns is a great pick for a receiver. Yeah. Who uh, who picked him up? Was that you, Matt? No, it's BJ. Uh, BJ got him. I thought Plaxico. I was that was eyeing Plaxico for this next go around. You're right. What else? Two. You got? Number two is T.O. is a very horrible pick. One, for the price that he has on him. Two, is that the way he's pulling his shenanigans already, and it's not even the regular season, he's not going to see anything but the exercise cycle. You know, I wouldn't have gambled. That's why I wouldn't have gambled on T.O. that high. I had to take him third round. I thought he honestly would have lasted until the third round. I would have taken him second round. Okay, where are we now? Were we back to Drunky? Yes. I'm going with uh, Todd Hep. Heap. Todd oh, Heap. Todd Heap. Tight end for the Baltimore Ravens. He's a good player, actually, even though who needs to know his name? I hope Drunky <laughs> tries to pick up Hushman Sada. I just hope he tries uh, to I want, him I want, I want Hep C. <laughs> Matt, you're on the board, my friend. 
We'll try to knock out this round and then go to break. I want TJ Hushmanzada. Oh, come on. Hushmanzilla. Why ruin the bit? This takes it over to Chunks Corolla, executive producer of The Hideout. Willie Parker. Damn you. That was one I was considering. It was him or DeLome. Damn it. Are people are telling me to stop talking about myself in third person. I'm just saying so you guys know. For the listening audience, just now maybe tuning in. Well, Hefe says. I didn't say says. I said selects. It would help if you guys did the same, actually. What? I have been. C-Lane? Uh, yeah, C-Lane selects the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Don't talk to you about yourself like that. It sounds stupid. It just sounds dumb. All right, people want to know if the guy with the giant hand can please shrink the board. That comes from Solo Cognito. <laughs> people watching the draft board on Real TV on Real Radio. Are you, is anybody else sweating? Just a little nervous, or is this my diabetes? Yeah, it's a little nerve wracking right now. BJ, you're on the board. Um, anybody got the download on uh, Adam Vinatieri? <laughs> Adam Vinatieri's out there. He's, Sprained ankle. Yeah, he is still hurt though. Um, yeah, I want to go with Adam Vinatieri. Doesn't even matter. Look at him. I heard it's broken, though. He can still kick, though. It's just a sprayed ankle. All right, Tommy, it's time for you. Son of a bitch. Back to back. Doing before we break. Oh, it's going to be a long time till we break. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, while Tommy is uh, deciding, mm-hmm. let's go over our teams really quickly. All right. All right, yours first, Dubs. Mine, J-Dub's treehouse, is uh, at quarterback Mark Bulger, running back LaDainian Tomlinson, uh, running back Dominic Davis, and uh, Kevin Jones on the bench there, uh, wide receiver Marvin Harrison, wide receiver Randy Moss, and wide receiver Andre Johnson. For uh, half-face team, we got uh, Dante Culpepper and Jake DeLome for the quarterbacks. That includes their backups. Running backs are Sean Alexander of Seattle and also Rudy Johnson of Cincinnati. Wide receivers, Steve Smith, Carolina, Reggie Wayne, Indiana, Javon Walker, Denver. Drunkie? Yeah, for Drunkie's wife-hater team, <laughs> you got QB Carson Palmer and Matt Hasselbeck. Running back Larry Johnson, Cadillac Williams. Wide receiver Anquan Bolden and Joey Galloway. And for tight end, I got Todd Heap. Very good. I actually had those both both those quarterbacks last year, and they did very well for me. Cool. Um, Matt? My team just sucks. Just hearing what Duff's team sounds like, God, I'm screwed. I have Peyton Manning for uh, quarterback, running back Edron James, Brian Westbrook, and Jamal Lewis, wide receiver Chris Chambers, Roy Williams, and TJ Hushmanzada. E. Okay, that's uh, you're pretty strong up until the like all of your uh, wide receivers are the number twos. Yeah, I noticed that. Chunks, quarterback got Michael Vick. Uh, <laughs> running back got. I, I love how he picks defense because he said at quarterback. Okay. Uh, uh, running back I got Tiki Barber and uh, Willie Parker. Wide receivers they got Chad Johnson, Torrey Holt, and uh, tight end got Antonio Gates and Bears defense. Dubs. Uh, what do you think? I saw you cringe over there. Well, there's a couple. Like, uh, just banking on Willie Parker having a great year again. Not him just being some kind of flash in the pan. Let's go over to C-Lane. The, uh, the C-Lane team. Intern team. Uh, the intern team consists of uh, Tom Brady, Clint Portis, uh, Reggie Bush, 
Santana Moss, Heinz Ward, Jeremy Shockey, and the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And this takes us to Bikeers BJ. I have at my running back, Stephen Jackson and Wilson McGahey. Wide receivers, Larry Fitzgerald, Plaxico Burris, Joe Horn. My good. quarterback, Kurt Warner, and my kicker, Adam Vinatieri. That's a solid team. Damn, BJ. And He's now we're at Tommy. Well. Let's get your back-to-back picks and then go to break. All right. Are we, are we picking backups already? Yeah, you can if pick you whatever, want to, you can pick whatever you want. Is McNabb healthy yet? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's, been, he's been playing in the uh, preseason. Yeah, did he do well? I didn't watch that closely. He didn't do terrible. All right, we'll go with Donovan McNabb, and then we're gonna jump and go. Hey Brian, uh, how you doing over there? Uh, for defense, I guess uh, nobody's picked the Panthers, have they? Nope. We'll go with the Panthers. Carolina Panthers, take a break, come back, wrap all this up. It's a hideout, Rural Radio, 104.1. Wrap this up, the Hideout Fantasy Football Draft 2006. All right, we left off at By Curious BJ. Let's uh, run down the picks that happened during the break. We probably only got this break and next, and then we'll have to, that'll be it, and we'll get on with the regular show. Mm-hmm. Very important, the Hideout Fantasy Football Draft, because it leads to the Helmet of Pain. Stunts, uh, it's the whole show, plus Drunky the Bear and Dubs' cousin, uh, By Curious BJ, whoever has the fewest points at the end of the Fantasy Football Weekend. We'll stunt. We'll do it for 17 weeks. Whoever has the fewest points for the season participates in the Stunt Bowl. The Stunt Bowl is all 17 stunts in one night, or you get a tattoo of the hideout. Uh, J-Dubs, uh, let's go to By Curious BJ, and let's find out what his pick was during the break. The 2006 BJ, what was your pick? I took Braylon Edwards. Braylon Edwards of University of Michigan fame. Hasn't done anything in the uh, NFL yet, though. That was a homer pick, I think, for BJ. Uh, then it was back-to-back to Tommy. Oh, no, 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 no. It was up the C-Lane. C-Lane, yep. what were yours? I grabbed kicker Neil Rackers. That's Neil a good pick. Rackers. Chunks, who did you select? I think it's on me now, right? I know, but who did you who, who select? Who did you pick? We're recapping. Uh, I picked... Uh... Oh, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger as, as your, your backup quarterback. Yeah. Who will end up starting because Vic My, is fantasy poison. Yeah, as uh, Roethlisberger doesn't provide much fantasy-wise either. No. Okay, good job, Chunks. Matt Albert, you selected during the commercial break. I took Tony Gonzalez. That was very good, strong mm-hmm. pick. Then it moved on to Drunky. You selected? I selected Bucks defense and Randy McMichael as tight end with backup. All right. I, for my two selections during the break, chose uh, it was a homer pick, Dallas Cowboys kicker, Vanderjack. And for my defense, the Seahawks. Dubs, your two picks during the break? Julius Jones, wide receiver, and I running back out of, out of Dallas, and wide receiver Derek Mason out of Baltimore. Matt, during the break, you uh, had two picks. The other one you got? I took uh, Warwick Dunn. Okay, Warwick Dunn. I think I missed that one. All right, Warwick Dunn, and now we are two chunks. All right, and I choose... I'm going to go with... 
kind of running out of options. I'm going to go with Dante Stallworth as a backup. Wide receiver? Yeah, he's still on, right? Yep, at number 72 for those of us here in studio. Or according to the top from our fantasy draft. Uh, Let's now take it on to C-Lane. I'm going to go with uh, number 56 in the rankings, Willie Parker, as a backup. He's already been taken by Chargon. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I'm going to go with... Uh, Deuce McAllister. Loose Deuce McAllister. Loose Deuce number 69. Hi-yo. BJ? Is Mushin Muhammad still on the board? Yes, he is. That's well take. Wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. We're now in these late stage rounds. We're just trying to hope that these people pan out. Exactly. This is back to you, Tommy, now. Back to back. Um, let's go get a kicker in um, Shane Graham. Great. <laughs> it's not a bad pick. Uh, for Kicker for Cincinnati. Kicker, though. And I should probably get another backup running back. Um, How about Amon Green? You loved him. He was hit or miss for me, but I'm going to go with the devil I know, Amon Green. Oh, wow. Nice. At number 78 on our big board. Son of a bitch, better not fumble. BJ, back to you. Um, I will go with uh, Drew Brees. Not bad. Backup quarterback. Who's your starting quarterback, BJ? I got the Arizona quarterback. Uh, that's not bad then. Ceiling, you're on the board. Is me. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, is Drew Bledsoe taken? No, he's not. He's up there. We'll go with him for backup quarterback. It's number 48 for those of you actually in the mm-hmm. hideout right now. Roll Radio 104.1. Chunks, that leaves uh, you currently on the board. Or on the clock. Is, uh, is John Casey still up there? Yes. I'll take him. <laughs> what number is he? 143. Yeah. Jeez. Chunks has had the worst time keeping up. Yeah, I've never seen anybody that bad. Is uh, he's taken three minutes one time to take a take a break? Uh, Matt, it's your your pick. Mm. Backup quarterback. I'm gonna go with. Uh, is Trent Green still on the board? Trent Green is there. I'll go with Trent Green. Number? Oh, 73. 73. Drunker? All right, I'm going... Um, I just, just had him here. <laughs> what the hell? I'm going Drew Bennett. White wide receiver. Congrats. 16. What number? 116. Damn. Did you know he was white drunk? Is that what you chose him? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I.L. Hefe in the 2006 Hideout Fantasy Football Draft will take as my backup running back Corey Dillon for the New England Patriots. I have back-to-backs here, me, J-Dubs. I will take uh, as my uh, first one Jake Plummer as my backup uh, quarterback. At 66. And then... um... I'm going to throw Jason Elam, kicker from Denver, uh, out there as my kicker. He was one I was going to go with if I didn't take the homer pick of Mike Vanderjack. 
Speaking of homer picks, since it's back to me, I'm going to roll with Terry Glenn as a backup wide receiver from the Dallas Cowboys, number 93, boys. Terry Glenn. Drunkier on the clock. All right, I'm going with David Akers. 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 <laughs> Drunky David Akers, the kicker for, I believe it's uh, Philly? Yeah. What number was that one? 113. Okay. Trying to mark these off as we go for those of you listening. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All this is important because whoever has the worst team, fewest points in a given weekend, will stunt from a stunt that you guys will decide in the... Helmet of Pain. Matt, you're on the clock. I'm going to pick... Hmm... Josh Brown. Never heard of him. Who is he? And where is he from? And what number? Uh, he's Seattle kicker. No, I'm gonna. I'm using a different sheet than you guys are. Okay, so you're going Josh Brown. Okay, Chunks, you're up. Uh, Dion Branch. Damn it. Number 82, Dion Branch, wide receiver for New England. They takes us to C lane. Let's see here. <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, Keyshawn Johnson. That's a very nice pick. Keyshawn. Apparently he's going to take a lot of catches away from Steve Smith, according to Matt. Steve Smith, one of my early picks for Carolina. BJ, you're up. Well, with, uh, I guess with Kevin Barlow at San Francisco, I'll go with Frank Gore. Frank Gore, running back. Running back out of uh, San Francisco 49ers. By Curious BJ took him. Tommy, let's get your two, and then we'll get BJ's and we'll go to break. Oh, man. Um, Do you have everything? You're just now looking for backups? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Definitely feel a need if you don't have something right now. Do it here. You have two back-to-back picks. I don't know whether to go with... Lavernius Coles, just because I know the name. <laughs> or Eddie the, Kennison. Those years of Redskins Radio. Take them both. Take a chance. Hmm. I don't trust you. <laughs> what? No. Damn it. Um. Damn chunks are taking branch. Alright, I'm going to go with... Screw it, I'm going to go with Coles. Who was molested, by the way. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. He was Mr. Molestation, <laughs> yeah. Coles. Lavernius Coles. <laughs> the New York Jets. <laughs> hey. And your other pick? Um. You know that's why he probably never wanted that to come out. You know? Because mm-hmm. now anyone who's going to take him. I don't know if he can catch the ball because his uncle touched him. Well, he always caught before. Got to take a chance on another running back. Uh, Fred Taylor. From Fred Jackson Taylor, Jackson 81. I just want to make sure I have this correct that Eddie Kinnison was taken. No. No, he is still out there, okay. shockingly. His wife has lupus. <laughs> really? So, you know, yeah. Wow. No fun fact. Uh, BJ, Factoid. who are you going with? Well, I know this is, this is a dumb question, but I don't have him crossed off my list. So I just want to make sure Cadillac Williams was taken, right? Yes, oh, he yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I figured that. I just <laughs> had to make sure. Um, <laughs> what about... I will go with... Hmm, Cedric Benson. Cedric Benson, Chicago right, uh, running back. BJ takes him. 
All right, we'll take a break, come back, and finish this all up. We'll go over our teams, and I'd love to hear from people who they think has the best team. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, here's our last segment of drafting. It's a Hideout Fantasy Football League. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Real TV. I was on RealRadio.fm, HideoutHeretics.net, FullBlownAids.com. Let's recap what happened during the break. We'll wrap it up, and we'll go over everybody's team. And I'd love to hear the initial thoughts on who you think is doing the best and who probably will and will not have to stunt when it comes to the Helmet of Pain. The 2006. We left off with C Lane. C Lane, what was your pick during the break? During the break, I picked uh, Eddie Kennison, wide receiver. And if you made two picks during the break, then say both picks. Now we're up to Chunks. Who'd you take during the break? I took some crap, Tatum Bell. Tatum Bell. <laughs> Third Running stringer back. for Denver. Yeah. Uh, Matt. I took the Ravens' defense. Ravens' D. I took Deshaun Foster. I made two selections during mm-hmm. the break. I took uh, backup uh, for my back one of my backup wide receivers, Algie Crumpler, and for a backup running back, Chester Taylor from Minnesota. Just because I'm pretty stacked everywhere else. Dubs, your two picks were my picks were uh, the defense of Jacksonville, Florida. And also uh, Nate Burleson, wide receiver. This is the last round. We're already two picks in. I believe we're at Drunky. And then we'll recap the teams. Yes, I'm taking a backup defense of uh, Denver Broncos. Uh, Matt Albert would like to choose Terry Glenn. Oh, I already have him. You do? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Eric Moles. Eric Moulds is still out there. Eric Moulds. I, I will choose Eric Moulds. Uh, 63, Jason Witten. Tight end. Dallas. It's a good pick. I'm going to go with... Uh, I had one here. 112, Jason Elam. I already have him. He's my uh, yeah, you do? my kicker. All right, then how about uh, 120, Jay Feely? He's open. As my backup kicker. I'm going to go with him. BJ. What is your final pick in the draft? BJ, well, I, never, that... I never got to pick at 13. What's that? We're going 14 rounds, right? No, no, we, uh, we, uh, we're ending a little bit early. Yeah, okay. we're, yeah, we're ending here. All right, I'm going to go with Dominic Rhodes. Good pick. I'll put you back in hold, all right, bro? Dominic Rhodes, what is he? Oh, there he is, running back, Indiana. Oh, that is a good pick. What number? Number 98. And that leaves us with Tommy Bateman for the last pick. Did everybody choose Lee Evans? <sighs> Lee Evans. Number 83. I do not believe so. I believe he's on the board. Wide receiver for Buffalo. Yeah, he is on the board. <sighs> Screw it. Throw him on there. <laughs> All right, J-Dubs. We are done. There it is. We only do it once a year. Yeah. It is the Hideout Fantasy Football League. 2006. Uh, it's the third annual, by the way. Uh, as we go through, and we're going to recap the teams, I'd love to see who people think uh, did what. So I uh, get the phones ready. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, 
It is all the members of the Hideout, Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, Chunks, Matt Albert, the interns represented by C-Lane. Um, we have uh, Drunky the Bear from the Monsters in the Morning. Also, by Curious BJ, who is Dubs' cousin, who's on the phone from Michigan. Whoever loses, has the fewest points at the end of the weekend, has to stunt from the... Helmet of pain. And at the end of the 17 weeks, whoever has the fewest points from the season overall has to participate in the Stunt Bowl. Last year it was Tuttle, year before our intern uh, Pimp Juice PJ, and that is executing all 17 stunts in one night at a big event. If it does not happen, last year we did it over at the uh, Metro Melbourne. It was a great time. If they do not complete all the stunts, then they get a hideout tattoo. Okay? Here we go. Let's run through the list. Uh, we'll go in the drafting order. And um, That would be me first. Dubs, you uh, tell your team. Each position, don't even worry about starters, but just go through positions. All right, here's uh, my quarterback is Mark Bulger. I have another quarterback by the name of Jake Plummer. Uh, running backs are Ladanian Tomlinson, Dominic Davis, uh, Julius Jones, and Kevin Jones. Also, I have Randy Moss, Marvin Harrison, Andre Johnson. Those are all wide receivers on top of uh, uh, Derek Mason and Nate Burleson. My defense is Jacksonville. And uh, kicker, Jason Elam. All right, for uh, my team, El Jefe's team, my quarterbacks are Dante Culpepper and and his backup, Joey Harrington, as one, and Jake DeLome from the Carolina Panthers. Those are my quarterbacks. Running backs, Sean Alexander of Seattle, Rudy Johnson of Cincinnati, backups, Corey Dillon from New England, and Chester Taylor from Minnesota. Wide receiver starters are Steve Smith from Carolina, Reggie Wayne from uh, Indianapolis, Javon Walker from Denver. Backups, uh, or even floaters depending, Terry Glenn from Dallas, Algie Crumpler from uh, Atlanta, my kicker from Dallas, uh, Vanderjack, and my defense, the Seattle Seahawks. Drunk of the Bear. For me, I got QB, I got Carson Palmer, and Matt Hasselbeck. For running backs, I got Larry Johnson, Cadillac Williams, backup uh, Deshaun Foster. For my uh, wide receivers, I got Anquan Bolden, uh, Joey Galloway, backup Drew Bennett. Um, for my tight ends, I got uh, Todd he- uh, he- Hip. Heap. Heap. And Randy McMichael. My kicker, I got David Akers. And defense, I got Bucks with backup uh, Broncos. All righty. Let's move it on to Matt Albert. For my quarterbacks, I have Peyton Manning and Trent Green. For my running backs, I have Edron James, Brian Westbrook, and Warwick Dunn. For my wide receivers, I have Chris Chambers, Roy Williams, TJ Hushmanzada, uh, Tony Gonzalez, and Eric Moulds. Uh, for my kicker, I have Josh Brown. And for the defense, I have Ravens for the Ravens. Mm, ugh. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad, No, man. It's not bad at all. I want to kill myself. I just want to kill myself. Oh, Chunks. All right, quarterbacks, Michael Vick, Ben Roethlisberger, running backs, Tiki Barber, Willie Parker, backup Tatum Bell. You missed your best pick. Who? Vick. No, he, he oh. said it. Jesus, oh. let me finish. Try to gloss over it, though. Wide receiver, Chad Johnson, Torrey Holt, backup Dante Stallworth, Deion Branch, wide receiver, uh, tight ends, Antonio Gates, Jason Witten, John Casey, the kicker, and Bears defense. Takes it over to C-Lane. For my uh, quarterback, I have Tom Brady with Drew Bledsoe as a backup. Running backs, Clint Portis, uh, Reggie Bush, and also uh, Deuce McAllister as a backup. I got uh, wide receiver Santana Moss, uh, last year's MVP, Heinz Ward, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, and Eddie Kennison. Uh, Tight end Jeremy Shockey, kicker Neil Rackers with backup Jay Feely, and the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. 
And that takes us to Bicarious BJ, who will be playing from Michigan. If he has a stunt, he'll be on a webcam. Uh, my quarterbacks are the Arizona quarterbacks and Drew Brees. My running backs are Wills McGahee, Steven Jackson, Frank Gore, Cedric Benson, Dominic Rhodes. My wide receivers are Larry Fitzgerald, Plaxico Burris, Joe Horn, Braylon Edwards, and Mushin Muhammad. And my kicker is Adam Vinatieri. You didn't pick a defense yet? I'll pick one up as a free agent. That's not a bad move Yeah, when it comes down to it. After uh, a few of the really good ones have been taken, you know, you, you can just pick them up later. Tommy Bateman? Uh, Eli Manning and Donovan McNabb for quarterbacks. Running backs, Lamont Jordan, who apparently sucks. Fred Taylor, Ronnie Brown, and Amon Green. Wide receivers, Terrell Owens, Lavernius Coles, Donald Driver, and Lee Evans, and Darrell Jackson. And uh, Shane Graham for kicker and Panthers defense. All right, 407-916-1041, Um... All right, going around, Dubs, whose team... Let's actually ask the unbiased guy, Brian, your buddy who's down from Michigan. Brian, Brian. wrote all these out for our uh, our big board. Who does he think has the best team in the hideout 2006 fantasy draft? I think Dubs actually is sitting sitting pretty nice there. It's a toss-up between Dubs and uh, Chunks, just because I like Chunks, and he's got all my guys from last year. So I've got I got to pull you, for him. You failed miserably in your league last I year. You won just won my league. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pulling for Chunks. I honestly think, as I as I heard the teams back, I think Dubs, you probably have the best team. I think mine's solid. I think mine's pretty good. I'm happy with my draft. I think ceiling. I don't Actually, think Ceiling did a bad job. I think he picked some uh, some key players up there that are going to boost him week after week. That Ceiling did well. He doesn't have any like those explosive players, really, but he has the players that will give him points each week, and uh, that's who, important. Who did the worst? Take, I think Chunks. I think it's I think Let's Chunks, too. Really? Uh, Matt, he didn't really do that well in the wide receiver department. BJ, who do you think? Uh, BJ also has a good team. Who did the worst? Yeah. Oh, I, I, it's, it's hard to say. Um, I don't. Dub definitely has a good team. It's just. I think it's a matter of who gets, which guys get hurt, which guys don't get hurt. Yeah, but all of them healthy. All of them healthy. Who's got the best team? Yeah. I think Dub has got the best team. I don't know about the worst team. I'd have to relook at him again. Chunks has a pretty horrible team. I think. <laughs> I think Chunks is the one who probably will be doing the majority of the stunts. Drunky, how do you feel about your team, buddy? I feel pretty good, but I'm 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 more nervous this year than I was last year. Because last year we were we were a lot more crazy willy nilly about it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we had uh, people picking for other people. I didn't care. I think I was drunk at the time when yeah. I was picking my team, and like it wasn't as serious. But now everybody's like. Got a, a damn solid team. You know, let me tell you why, too. Because last year, we, we really took it seriously, and we did all the stunts. We had a couple of live broadcasts where we did the stunts. And the Stunt Bowl. And the Stunt Bowl with Tuttle last year out at the Metro in Melbourne. And maybe it was just the sour taste from the Stunt Bowl and how Tuttle took it and having to do all the 17 stunts. Nobody wants to have to participate and do 17 stunts in one night. I don't even think the stunt master drunk of the bear. And no. I think that, especially those of us in the hideout who are not as tough as you, I certainly know that a lot of us aren't interested in stunting. I probably dubs the only one who'd be willing to. I would 
I would do it and smile, but I wouldn't want to. Exactly. So, I'd do it just for the show and smile, but I'm, I'm there's ex- no way I'd like it. I'm excited, though, man. I think I'm pretty happy with my team. All right, BJ, uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, 5,000. Right, 5, right, 5, uh, we have a few calls up on the line, 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Go to Phil in the 386. What's happening, guys? What's up, buddy? I'm telling you, man, I think Dubs has got a great team. Defense, he did awesome on that. And uh, Chunks is going to be the sleeper, I think. The sleeper, you think uh, he's going to... Nah, I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Drunky did really good, man. Uh, and uh, C-Lane, it's, it's between uh, Dubs, Drunky, and C-Lane, man. What the hell? You left out me. I think I did fantastic. <laughs> you had a, I think you had a decent draft. I, I'm actually... I, I look back at this, man. I got a, I got some superstars. I don't look and see that I have a, a weak guy. Because even taking Dante Culpepper was probably stupid that early. Mm. Enjoy Harrington, but I got Jacob Delome. Yeah, he was told, a great backup. I told you a couple of days ago, probably would have been the guy, the number one guy that I was going to go after. Let's go to Butthead in the 407. What's up, Butthead? Yeah, what's up? What you got? Yo, man, who had the first pick? Dubs. Dubs Me. had the first picks overall, and you selected with that Ladanian Tomlinson. Yes. I got a question though. Um, how come I heard no tight end on this team? Uh, because uh, there's a uh, we have three. Slots open for uh, wide receivers, and uh, one of them is a wide receiver tight end type oh, thing. Gotcha. So gotcha. it's interchangeable. So it, it, all, the, all the good tight ends, yeah, all the good tight ends were gone. So I wasn't going to go try to scrounge one up. Yeah. So it goes quarterback, two running backs, uh, essentially three wide receivers. Two of them have to be one could be a tight end, a kicker, and defense. That's the mm-hmm. way we've done the uh, done it in years past, and it tends to work out, especially if there's only eight. Eight teams. It, it goes pretty well that way. Yeah, not too bad. This team that took uh, Bush and Red, the uh, New Orleans running backs. That, that was Sealane. Uh, Sealane took both uh, both running backs out of New Orleans. I, I gotta say, buddy, bad bad pick, man. You never go running back by committee. You wind up splitting carries. You can only take one of the guys with you, so mm-hmm. you're gonna wind up losing points to guys that had one hardcore running back for their team. And it's like yeah. Tomlinson. You, you saw that with Drunky last year. I think Drunky had both Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams. Yes, I did. Thank you for your call. Uh, now, James actually thinks Sealane has the best team. Yeah, man. I was calling to say that I think Sealane uh, has a pretty good team. All right. Now, um, what was it about Sealane's team that stuck out to you? Nothing. Uh, sorry, it's, I can hear you. What stuck out about Sealane's team? I think he heard me. Uh, <laughs> nothing stuck out about it. The fact that he took two running backs from the same team, that's what. Start them both. I think it's the way you want to go. That way you get all their points. It's the hideout. There it is, fantasy football, Drunky the Bear. Thank you so much, my friend, Thank for coming you in here and being a part of this again this year. Hell yeah! And we'll, right, you'll see you Saturday at the real race? Yeah, I'll be there. All right, what, what's you're, you're racing, and are you doing something else, too? Yeah, I'm doing a stunt, too. Oh, fantastic. I'm doing a stunt called the Bus of Death. Uh oh. What, what, <laughs> uh, what is it, real quick? Uh, I'm jumping a four Taurus, like 50 to 75 feet, into a bus that's going to explode when I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I swear to God. And I, and I got and I got explained to me by a, a crazy uh, redneck guy that laughed every time he said it. He's like, you're a drunkie. He's like, if you overshoot this, you will die. And then he laughs out loud after. The, the greatest part about Drunky, there's no backstories to his stunts. He just no. comes in, you know what I'm going to do today? Jumping <laughs> a Ford Taurus into a bus that will explode? Are you kidding? That's this Saturday at the Real Race in Bithlow at the Orlando Speed World. War. Dubs, uh, actually Chunks, myself, uh, Real Radio, we're all competing, and obviously... Uh, 
we got Drunky the Bear doing his thing. We'll take a break, come back, actually do some news and entertainment and your phone calls in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. All right, here we go. It's hour two in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Thank you for your patience during the hideout fantasy football draft. All done. We'll get all that posted uh, on the website as soon as possible, the teams. And then roll from there. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 in singular wireless phones. Yeah, Matt Albert. I was looking over the board just during the commercial break. Of all I, the teams? And I just feel so sad about my... Why did I choose Roy Williams that early? I think you were flustered, and I don't. I don't think you were able to keep up as fast with who was taken. Yeah, because I had I had I had a different draft uh, order, like right. di- different draft board, and everybody else, and I just didn't. I think uh, that also is what got uh, what what's his name too? Uh, Chunks. No, he's just dumb. <laughs> he said he had uh, his was a newer draft list than uh, the it's one we were It's two thousand seven, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They psychically went a year ahead. <laughs> Damn it, now I wish I had that list. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm taking a look at mine. I'm looking at my team, man. I am stoked about it. I'm so jealous of Doug's team. Just how did he get Randy Moss, Marvin Harrison, and LaDainian Tomlinson? I, that shouldn't be allowed. And Andre Johnson. He's not a oh, bad, That's a not bad wide receiver. I'm not as overly impressed with Dubs as, as everyone else is. I don't think LT's going to have a bigger year. Maybe Ross uh, Moss will come back. And have a better year than he did last. Even the year he had last year was uh, pretty decent until he got injured. And Mark Bolger is a great quarterback yeah, to be run. Bolger is a definitely a good quarterback. Dubs, uh, we got our comedian buddy, Pedro. He brought in someone, too, so they're going to hang out for the last couple hours of the show. Uh, no, we'll bring them in a second. Okay. Uh, there's so much to get to. I I think next what I want to go with, and this is a great, there are two pieces of audio that I have to share with you. One about Chicago breaking down and something that happened in a Little League game. Oh, Prussian Blue is back. Are they? Yes. Prussian Blue, uh, Blue making a... The make two young women who sing racist songs. Back to school movies to see. The new Survivor and what they're going to be doing. There's a lot of really good stuff we need to get to in these last couple of hours. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Did you see, speaking of football, just really quickly... That I guess uh, Cardinal Stadium, they decided not to go with Pink Taco for the name of the stadium. Yeah, uh, and uh, that was a brilliant move by the Pink Taco restaurant uh, to just to come there with a check right during a press conference to say, "Hey, we want to be named after us," knowing that they aren't going to accept that check and they are not going to uh, name it. It was just brilliant marketing for them. I've never heard of. Uh the Pink Taco uh, restaurant chain. Yeah, it was, it was actually a huge, huge deal when it opened over in uh, in uh, Arizona. People were trying to get it shut down and everything. They finally got to open it. But uh, they 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 uh, want to uh, get their name out there, so they brought a huge check over saying, hey, name the uh, stadium after us. I doubt they even had that money. And you could think, yeah, Matt's just giggling at the possible just jokes and innuendos. And that was the biggest reason. Well, it does have a retractable roof. You said open. Uh, Pink Taco's open. I'm an idiot. All right, we'll take a break. (laughs) Dubs, I think I want to play you this Little League audio next. I'm that confident in it. Okay. It's pretty fun. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 
Wrapping up hour two. It's a Wednesday night in the hideout. Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. And Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Let's go to CJ in the 407. What's up, CJ? Yo, dude, come on, man. What's I'm disgusted. That? You guys are the bomb. You're the best thing coming on the station, man. What I mean... Fantasy. What's next? Redneck roundy round? Ah, uh, come it's, uh, it's, it's one. It's one. It's one time a year. Out of it. All right, out of it. <laughs> it's one time a year. Turn the station for an hour and a half if you don't like it. I think he likes. I think he just likes giving us a hard time. Um, we got to decide on the helmet of pain stunch too. Maybe we'll do that before the end of the week, and we get all that stuff going. Dubs joining us uh, in the hideout tonight. It's our buddy Pedro Lima, myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. He's going to be at Bonkers at City Jazz uh, in City Walk coming up this Saturday at 8. Um, also, too, he's brought in his uh, his buddy Patrick Garrity, also at Bonkers. I guess over there Tuesday nights you do that, Patrick? Yeah, yeah, I'm hosting uh, Tuesday nights at Bonkers. Starts at 9 o'clock at the Holiday Inn at uh, 4.36. Fantastic. Well, We're welcome to you, boys. Uh, appreciate you guys coming into the hideout tonight. Where's that tonight? Board at? Uh, right. Uh, take a look at that. And I, I, I would be interested to see if you guys are into fantasy football at all and see who you guys think is the best. I think Pedro is. What? Is he? We, we have divorce proceedings over fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really, it's huge. It does. It breaks up relationships. Dubs, we're going to have to wait on that Little League audio for the next break. Okay, that's fine. we're running out of time here. I did find out, though, my cat has ringworm. Ouch. Uh, yeah. That means probably you'll end up with ringworm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's very contagious. It's, it was in his armpit. I mean, how many times do you pick up that little sucker? I love tickling his armpit, too. Yeah, you're going to have it all over your hands. What does that mean? It's nothing bad. I mean, it's not going to kill you. You just have to uh, kind of take some ointment. You've to fill up the bathtub with Clorox and dip them in it. No. Honestly, yeah. bleach, you can bleach them and dry them out. Or and Drano, Drano works also. It's like cat AIDS. That's mm. what I heard. No, it's Feeding not. It's, no, it's not. Right, now I'm itchy everywhere. What the hell? You should be. You really? It's an actual worm that gets in there and just kind of wraps around. Wraps around what? What does what, it do? Right above the skin. There's a worm there. It's like body snatchers. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> y'all mess with him. Because, see, I'm, I've never had or known anything to have ringworm before. I do remember my cousin had it. Her dog had it once, and she lifted up her belly, and there was, like, a worm there. Mm-hmm. Like a little, like, alien. And if if you do get it, cut it up and kind of pull it out. You'll be able to pull it out. It's, it's <laughs> kind of like an earthworm. Yeah, Are you lying or no. is this for real? No, it's for real. I, I got it in wrestling one time. It's horrible, man. I've seen that stuff on TV. Uh, yeah. Ringworm, uh, it ends up getting in, like, in the mats and everything, and then you'll, uh, if you don't clean the mats properly, you'll get ringworm. All right, this is a good point. And where's Chunks? This stupid Maloik, his little Italian curse, has now affected my cat. It's deflected off you now into the cat? It's not enough that I have an oozy belly button and a, uh, a bleeding. bleeding backside. <laughs> now my cat has ringworm. Parasites. Son of a bitch. I didn't know it could be that serious. So where am I going to get it then? In my hands? Probably on your hands or on your arms. Hopefully. Oh, God, I hope. I've seen it in the cheek. Like, on the cheek. Yeah, for real, dude. Just the keep, on, keep on checking your neck. Because if it gets on your neck, that's when it can one. get lethal. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was just touching my neck with my hands. Do I need to go wash? Oh, if it's already in there, it's in there. Yeah, you can. When will it... Right, hold on a second. Hey, what about when he goes to the bathroom, though? Can it spread there? Oh, yes, yeah. definitely can oh. spread there. 
Right, hold on. I got to scratch my eyes. How do I scratch my eyes? Can't. Elbows. No, because it... You can't just get scratch your, your eyes with your elbows. You can lose your, Try. You're going to have to get a little Asian boy to hire, and he'll scratch it for you and stuff like that. It's not Along with other areas. Yeah, as long as he just, you know, scratches anywhere. With his mm -hmm. elbows. All right, now let me ask you. If, teeth. if the cat has ringworm and you touch it, how does this spread? It's not like the worm leaves the cat. Little baby eggs seep into your skin. That's the dirtiest thing I've ever heard. Now nah, I think you're bitten. No. What do you think? that The rough area on top of it, that's not your skin. That's a little baby uh, worm eggs. And you touch it and it goes right into your skin. It's that easy? Mm hmm <sighs> Hopefully you don't get on your neck, man. What? Oh, my God. I'm going to afford you this picture. No, oh, I'd rather research, not. Brother. I'd rather not have uh, any pictures of what wow, could be. Wow, that's bad. Oh. Is it what Demand sent you? No. I don't want to see this. <laughs> Open it. If this is a picture of just some dude no, it's and not. his dugan, I'm no. going <laughs> to No. It's Brad.com slash ringworms. Look. That ain't right. That is it. Uh, you have tremors going on in your arm. No, can't they? <laughs> this is in the guy. This guy's cheek. <laughs> they can develop Kevin into Bacon. tapeworm, right? Or Reba McIntyre. Mm -hmm. Or the guy from Family Ties with his big elephant gun. He'll take care of it. I'm itching. <laughs> hey, uh, how about a little sympathy? How about we're all on the same team What's and that? we help each other no out? Way. Not at all, dude. You deserve it. When I allegedly had ringworm, you guys ostracized me and sent me home. You guys don't remember that, do you? I was I the know. evil guy sprinting to everyone. You know how I told you I went to the doctor? I didn't. It went away. Oh, great. Now Kat says she had a friend in middle school <clears throat> whose cat had a ringworm. Had a ringworm. She was covered in it and spent time in the ICU. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. What happens if you get a ringworm on your neck? It acts like a boa constrictor and just spreads around and starts squeezing. Shut up. It's true. It, whatever. When you well, chime in with the it's true, know, I don't believe you. I you saw know, the CSI. You're you're at a double eye. Uh, what? <laughs> what? What could be on CSI? All right, now Because he killed it. Now I know you're bitten. It can be... It, you got to double as bad because you have a kitten at home with ringworm that can give the ringworm to you, and kittens suck the breath out of babies, too. True. And probably can suck the breath out of you. And you have true. a baby head. I think you got to kill that kitten. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, I just got it. Have you it's to, well, it's not too late. You're not that attached to it. I am attached. It. I was attached from the moment I saw it. minute too late, man. What's Let me babysit on, over the weekend. What's up, dude? Um, yeah, I, I don't really know exactly what's on the surface of those ringworms, if it's eggs, if it's like bacteria, but I used to be a wrestler in high school for like four years. And uh, I remember like you can just get it from wrestling on a mat after another kid. We used mm -hmm. to have to put this disinfectant on our bodies before we even wrestled so we, we couldn't get it so I don't it's know very exactly contagious transfer, but it's very contagious so uh and those eggs those eggs are scary i saw the guy There's with pop them popping out of his face like right he had little, into you like a little aliens sweet john what, what an awful year i hate Ooh. i hate 2006 special guest on the line tyrone hepe's cat yes this is tyrone hepe's kitty Chunks molested me and gave me the worm. All right, you know, I, I can actually believe because Chunks had it. I'm sure Chunks is a carrier. <laughs> Please. Great comeback. Out of way. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. No, you are. Whatever. Hey, I'm just stoked right now. Why? Because. Jeff in the 407. Hey, how you guys doing? Yo. Hey, you got to be real careful with that ringworm because you can get it in your mouth and it can kill you. Yeah. What? Well, the eggs, they pop in your mouth. 
and then they crawl down into your lungs and just build a whole little nest of ringworms in your lungs and fill them up. All right, Kat says, because we allow the uh, the cat to sleep in our bed, that that's probably how it got it, but I don't know how, what that would do. I don't know why. Bong swat in the 407. Yeah, my wife looked through some of her medical books, and uh, one of the signs of ringworm is a leaking belly button. Out your ass. And late stages is uh, bleeding from the anus. All right, and dump that. No, he's that's medical. It doesn't matter. I don't want everyone knowing. <laughs> oh man, I'm all itchy, and I don't know if it's because I just Ma- shaved my chest. No, you or... should. Be. Are you sure the cat don't had over it, or, one. or did you guys give it to the cat? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I got Matt living there. This beast. I'm sure he's a carrier too. <laughs> Christ Almighty. I Dubs, I don't think I'm gonna live past the year. Probably not if those things are in your uh, lungs already. All right, already. They can't go to my lungs. Yes, they can. If they get in your mouth, they, the eggs will burst it's and pop right down into your lungs. I saw it in Law and Order. And, uh... What, what, the, what would it matter if it was on Law and Order? It was the law part. Mm-hmm. So? It didn't make it to the order part. Yeah. He died. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Tom Power 3. It's not nice. Poor Tyrone. We got a quick call on uh, the ringworm thing before we put it to bed. Alrighty. Soft. Soft in the 713. Hey, it's our boy Soft, the hideout documentary filmmaker that made Behind the Bike Curious. What's up, uh, Soft? Hey, how's it going, y'all? Hey, Brody. Hey, yeah, you gotta watch out for the uh, Puerto Rican migrating ringworm. Uh, they uh, they migrate like real Puerto Ricans, and it uh, makes the tremors effect. Yes, yeah, the, the whole tremors thing. And stuff. It's real nasty. Ah, you can't even hide on top of your car. They get smart. That was on Prison Break. Saw it. He was the sailmate of the guy that the got hell? That escaped. All right, Dubs, it's Tower Three here in the hideout tonight. Lucky for us, they're all infrared, so if we don't move, they won't see us. <laughs> you want to start the show? Sure. We probably should now that we've been playing fantasy football and ringworm for the first two hours. Uh, joining us in the hideout tonight, J-Dubs. By the way, let me reset everything. Okay. Real TV on RealRadio.fm. we got HideoutHeretics.net with the new unfiltered chat. Also, some of the highlights from Real TV. Um, in addition to, you know, discussion board and everything. FullBlownAids.com, also a discussion board. And you can get uh, hideout ringtones there as well. 407 uh, 1041. Also joining us uh, in the hideout tonight, Pedro Lima, our comedian buddy. MySpace.com slash NoFilterPedro. Going to be at the Bonkers at City Jazz in City Walk this Saturday at 8. And he brought in another comedian friend, uh, Patrick Garrity, who's going to be at the Bonkers right up the street here uh, from the radio station. He's over there Tuesday night hosting the whole thing. Dubs, how about a nice... Hideout download. Um, I saw that... Actually, this story was sent to me from one of the guys from FullBlownAids.com. It is a story, a sports story. We kind of okay. have a sports theme. And, you know, the Little League World Series is going on right now. I did my rant last night about how the Little League World Series isn't good competition. It's not like, you know, that's kind of like watching the C team, essentially, mm-hmm. of, uh, of of kids' baseball. Well, this story comes to us out of... Oh, what, the, what was that? That's me over here. <laughs> this story comes uh, comes to us out of uh, Utah. 
when you boil it all down, just how important is winning? The whole controversy comes down to that one thing. In a baseball game involving 9- and 10-year-olds, should winning be everything? It has people speaking on both sides, especially after a coach made his decision recently. It's been quite a season for Romney Oaks. We actually have a lot of fun. His bountiful Little League team made it all the way to the championships. <laughs> and he was ready for the biggest game of his life. I'm really competitive in sports and, I mean, once I start something, yeah, I, can, I can't stop. How hard is this, Jack? Uh, it's a little boy. Oh. Yeah, mm. so. It's a little boy. Hideout download. Romney says he was on deck in his team's championship Little League game, but his team was down by one run and there were two outs. However, there was a man on third, but the team's power hitter was up, so he thought the game would be over. However, Romney says he was shocked when the other team intentionally walked his team's power hitter. So Romney gets up to bat, strikes out, and his team ends up losing by one run. Disbelief. I was in utter disbelief. Romney's father couldn't believe the opposing coaches intentionally walked a better hitter to face his son, a cancer survivor who needs a shunt in his brain just to live. What are we teaching our kids? Are we? So there comes the fun. You're probably thinking to yourself, well, you know, walks them. Turns out the... <laughs> The kid was a cancer survivor. Oh. He has to get a shot in his head just to live every day. They, they call it like a, a shunt, I guess. Oh. Which you is can... something they have to put in there. I don't know exactly how it works. It's you can called barely a... lift up the bat. Hey. Right. It's, it's called a fun friend. capsule. Oh, hey, if, if it was the big leagues, I'd have walked David Ortiz to get to a chemo patient any day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is Little Leagues. Yeah, this is a Little League championship in Utah. So let me kind of replay it again real fast. Romney's father couldn't believe the opposing coaches intentionally walked a better hitter to face his son, a cancer survivor who needs a shunt in his brain just to live. <laughs> what are we teaching our kids? Are we, are we teaching them that it's okay to pick on the weakest person? <laughs> Okay, yes, this is America. This is what competition is about. This is what sports is about. Because this is why we are getting our asses kicked right now in all the world championships. Why well, we lost in baseball. We're doing well in basketball now, but we lost it before. Any of these world competitions, we get our ass kicked because we're so concerned about the poor cancer patient kid. But at the, at the same time, like I, I lived in Apopka, and they, we were in the Little League World Series like five years ago. And we still got the banner up, but we lost to Japan. Yeah, but yeah. even then, I mean, I don't even know if that necessarily means anything. Too, when you when you stop and you look at this, it seems it seems moronic that we're worried about this kid's feelings. And let me say this too: Who's the coach of this kid's team? If you got your best hitter mm -hmm. in the four hole, maybe. Why are you putting the cancer kid in the five hole? <laughs> Why is the cancer kid protecting the best hitter? Because in baseball, yeah, you want you want to kind of pad that that best hitter. You know, Pat, you said uh, you brought up, um, you know, Ortiz. He protects Manny Ramirez. Right. So you don't have the cancer kid protect the best hitter on the team. <laughs> you don't put in Mickey Morandini. Right. You put in somebody good. Exactly. Hideout download. This is Sean Farm, the coach who made the decision. However, he says it had nothing to do with facing Romney. There's no way that, that I would have done that. It wasn't that point at all. It was about 
walking their best hitter. Barr says he didn't even know Romney was up next and that it didn't matter because he was still walking the power hitter. I was either going to have my kids and their parents upset because we pitched this kid and he wins a game for him, or I do what I do and, and this happens. It's getting plenty of national attention. The Dan Patrick Show on ESPN Radio, MSNBC, and Sports Illustrated. Everybody has their own opinion of it all, but I also think that the reason there's so much controversy is because people have painted this picture that I deliberately went after this boy that's recovering from cancer. Uh, yeah, Pedro. Uh, you remember that clip ESPN played about the retarded kid that scored like 25 points in four in four minutes? Yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was a feel-good story of the year, but nobody felt bad for the kid that played defense against him. That's true. The little autistic kid gets in for the last three minutes of the year and hits like six three-pointers. Yeah, no, you're right. What no. about those poor schmucks, the other five guys on the other team? No, don't worry about the other five. That one guy that had to play defense against him. Next day in school, it's like, dude, the retard scored 25 on you. What's no, up? But it's not even that. If you saw the clips, the whole team was trying to guard that tard, and he was in a zone. Yeah, he was in his like, retarded focus zone. Like, no one. <laughs> He's like, 25 points, definitely. 25, 25 in your exactly. face, definitely. Uh, I, don't I, like, download. I like to play ball. I'm a great ball player. Like As that's ball. not the case, but some aren't so sure. It's about going up against the weakest player and trying to get the weakest player out. Coach Barr also says if this was in a regular season game, he would not have intentionally walked the power hitter. However, this was the final inning of a championship game. You can kind of see both sides of the story. Has everybody talking? It does, it's about what story. lessons are most important to teach little kids. Right. Thanks. You wonder. Winning! That's what you got to teach your children. Well, winning! This kid was being cocky from the get-go. I mean, he they chant the bald bomber when he's walking out. <laughs> <laughs> Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. We got our comedian buddies in here, Pedro Lima and uh, Patrick Garrity. What's up, Patrick? Yeah, I was saying like you know they're like, oh, uh, is winning that important? What well, it is to other countries? Like in America, when we lose a game, the coach is like, all right, we just lost this game, twelve to three. What are we gonna do about it? We're gonna get ice cream and pizza. That's what we're gonna hey, do. No, you're right. In Japan, they cut off a finger and crap when they lose a game. No, you're they're right. They're serious. Because after every game here, little league, whether it's soccer, whatever it is. A lot of times it's, all right, let's go ahead and go get our orange slices and our Capri Suns, and we'll all go, exactly. maybe we'll all go out to CeCe's afterwards and get a nice pizza buffet, and you're right, this is a, this is a big time game. Even in soccer, they're not keeping scores anymore. I've seen that, too. And that's that's absolutely, that's offensive. Right. What's offensive is, he goes out there, you know, swinging his bat and everything, thinking he's the best, calling himself a thin thwacker, and uh, he, he, now he's getting uh, getting all pissed off because someone wanted to pitch to him. All right, Box the Pizza Guy says, what dad signs his little leaky-headed kid up? Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the other coach uh, told Cancer boy to take one for the team and lean into the pitch. I guess. You're not going <laughs> to feel it. See, but I don't know, man. So anyway. Your you, bones are already screwed. <laughs> Might as well just throw yourself in the middle of it. You yeah. see you see this, uh, this coach taking a lot of heat for it. But at the same time, you're like, and the dad pisses me off, too, because the dad's like, uh, what is this? Oh, he says it right here again at the end. Hold on a second. Hideout download. It's about going up against the weakest player and trying to get the weakest player out. you got to understand, that's life. You know what it is? That that father is embarrassed that his father struck out. 
that his son struck out with the bases loaded Dude, with the game on the line. You see his father? His father's a dork. His father's like Rick Moranis. Oh. You know? He's, <laughs> he's that dad. Oh, it's little giants over there. And the and the, 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 the two of the, like the, the, the stock footage is the two mm. of them playing catch. We just want to play. And you're just thinking, <laughs> you uh, you would, yeah, you wouldn't even make a girl softball team. Either one of you. Well, I, I, I doubt that he would uh, not make the girl softball team with a nickname like the Coughing Crusher. You know? <laughs> Pinchy in the 440 says, winning is not having cancer. So I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how you want to take that. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The story is right now that. Uh, People are upset that uh, a Little League team uh, intentionally walked their best batter to get to a cancer kid to strike him out right. and win the game. Now, the coach says he didn't know the kid was a cancer patient. He just happened to do it. Mm. He would have walked the best hitter anyway just so that they could win. It was the last thing in a championship game. Just turns out uh, the next kid up was a cancer kid. Well, it doesn't even really matter because we went through when we found the lineup for this uh, this game, That's right. the, the uh, batting lineup. And even if he didn't walk that guy and went to the next one, uh, the next one was AIDS Andy, which just wouldn't have been uh, good. Lesion Luke was uh, batting after him. Leprosy Larry, definitely not someone you want to uh, potentially walk to. Uh, sickle Cell Sammy was... Center uh, fielder, I'm going to assume. Yes, definitely. Polio Polly, also on the on the list there. Hepatitis Hank. <laughs> Ricketts, Ricky Jackson, no, and, and then at the end, for some reason, just Lou Gehrig. So that's the that's the baseball that's a, lineup. That's their lineup over there. What do you expect? It was online. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, have you ever accidentally taken it easy, or maybe gone at someone a little hard? You know what I mean? Like, you're giving somebody a lot of crap, and then you realize, ooh, you know what? All right, never mind. I shouldn't have done that because you have cancer, or your dad just died. Yeah. I I was playing basketball with this one kid. He he was a hemophiliac. And, uh, you know, I didn't find that out until later, and I wish I would made him bleed because he was just... He was a prick? He, he, he was a trash talker. If you're a trash talker and you're an easy bleeder, don't because I probably want to cut you. I've uh yeah I don't know that I've ever ne- what I don't know that I've ever necessarily I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> oh yeah you're right. What? Right, no, well Tommy sent one to me. Who? An intern comes to mind. He said. Ah. Uh, yeah, and that that was kind of a tough situation. I'd rather not go through it now or talk about it now, but it was kind of awkward. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. with a former in your singular wireless phone. Pedro Lima, a comedian friend in here in the hideout tonight. Also, uh, Patrick Garrity, a couple of our, uh, comedian friends here, um, locally. Hey, now let me ask you. Did, uh, have you seen Survivor and do you watch Survivor at all? Dubs. I have never watched Survivor. I watched the, uh, season finale of the first season. But I never watched it, like, religiously or even one season through. I am stoked about... The, the, did you hear the big announcement about what they're going to do? No. All right. Survivor... Harlem. ...is going to be <laughs> close. Segregated. They are going to have the races compete against each other. Nice. <laughs> so it will be blacks, whites, 
Latinos and Asians in separate groups. Uh, I guess they were catching a lot of crap because people were saying Survivor was not ethnically diverse enough. And so they decided, you know what? what, We're going to take it to a whole nother level now. And we're going to show you just exactly how it goes. We'll add all of them, but we aren't going to let them talk to each other. Um, I guess they're stranded on the Cook Islands in the South Pacific. Castaways include a police officer, white guy. Heavy metal guitarist, white guy. An attorney, white guy. Nail salon manager, any guesses? Asian. <laughs> I was going to go with Asian. I was going to go with Asian. Um, Massage parlor owner. Oh, so the new season debuts on September 14th. What do you, who do you think is going to win? I got, Asians. I got 20 on the Hispanics. I see. I'm going to roll with the Latinos, too, man. We know how to work hard. We can get by on a little food. Whoa. We're very, very smart when it comes to making stuff. Well, with the white guys, it depends on what kind of white guys, because I'm Irish, and we can't go out in the sun. We're like vampires. You're so right. I don't you, think. If you're burned and you're on an yeah. island, you got a whole bunch of Irish guys? <laughs> right, yeah, it's, it's just not going to be healthy at all. Asians, because they're easy flammable, as I've said before, and they have the uh, the, What's wrong with you? the hollow bones of sparrows. And, uh, <laughs> and they can fish with the... With the gills under the armprits. Yeah, so what are you... that's a known fact. These are all facts. It's proven. But they don't need matches. They can just start a fire with, uh, you know, maybe breaking up one of their fingers. That's flammable. I, let me ask. They'll start eating each other. All right, Boggs the Pizza Guy says the Latinos can swim, so they'll win. They'll be the ones who can be able to go out and capture the food. They're going to take two palm trees, and they're going to build, like, a four-story, like, condo. <laughs> right. Watch. But they don't even need four stories. It could be one closet, and all mm-hmm. of us could fit in. I mean, so that is until the Hispanics start having kids on the island, and they're going to have to take care that of them. That is and, true. You know, then it's going to be like, oh, who's going to go out and get the food? Because we got 19 kids that just happened on episode three. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's going to be difficult to take care of them all. Are you, gonna be, are you worried at all about stereotypes coming out? Like, like Matt? Are you worried? A riot? Yes. <laughs> there, oh, a watch riot will happen. Uh, with the with the black team? Hopefully there's a couple of alliances. You know, <laughs> Latinos. Shanique was a bitch, man. Yeah. <laughs> the first time a pair of sneakers are going to be missing, they're going to go to that black tribe. Yo. It's going to be on a palm tree. Yeah. Just, just thrown over a palm tree. Just hanging. <laughs> like, I've never watched Survivor. I've never really been into it, but I'm going to watch it now. Like, yeah. Now when it comes down it's, to a race war, mm-hmm. right. is this going to be as close as we're ever going to get to the race war that we're all looking for? I hope not. I, I wonder how hard it is to live on rice with just spinner grills, you know. Yeah. You're going to get all caught up in there. You know? the, the Asians have the advantage in that. They're used to living on rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that is their uh, forte. Now let me ask you, though. Honestly, what are the white folks going to do? Like, what's their angle? Smoke cigars and watch you guys implode. Right. Negotiate. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's called middle management. Exactly. They'll steal each other's you know, advancements. Yes. They're going to try and sell one of the black guys to the Asian tribe for, like, you yeah. know, a nail salon. How much for this buck? Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, this is an interesting question. I don't think they have team names picked out yet. Uh, oh, hold on. <laughs> All right, Pedro, getting to work on that one. All right, let's go to CJ in the 407 real quick. What's up, CJ? Yeah, yeah, the black guys are going to win easy. They're never going to go hungry. They can smash coconuts off each other's head. Oh, Come on. That? I don't know. I don't know, but it seemed racist, and yeah, I don't like it. That's, that's not even clever. You just make a nostril <laughs> joke. Why? Don't be encouraging. Don't go encourage. Now you got my mind working. I know. But that's that's what's gonna be joke. He says that's what's gonna be great about this though is you're gonna watch all of them, uh, 
all and I wonder if they're gonna like I wonder if the Latinos and the blacks will automatically hate the white team. And if maybe Obviously. like like the Asian team sets up a corner store, buy <laughs> <laughs> something, buy something for the black folks to come by. There's gonna be no shoes. They're gonna have to be doing pedicures for everybody. I like, guess. Oh, you like disgusting. Let me help you with that. Um. Now, when you pick, now you actually, Pat, our comedian buddy who's in here, Patrick Garrity. Um. When when they pick white folks, it is, that is interesting because it would be different. If, like, you had to pick the kind of white folks that were chosen, you're Irish, would you want, like, Irish? Would you want, like, chunks, Italian? Would you want Jewish? It, yeah, or that's would, what I'm saying. Like, there's so many different kind of whites that or would be you, difficult. Here's what would be interesting. If you got, like, a Southern Baptist, a Jew, uh, an Italian, <laughs> and an Irish guy. And that was the, you know, that was the white team. But uh. this thing, Dubs, I've never said, hey, I'm excited about Survivor. They got me. Yeah, this one actually does sound good. I was an extreme hater of uh, Survivor up until this new twist. If this is such a fantastic idea, you think we should just bring it back on all in society overall? Why not? Oh. Separate but equal, of course. The whole segregation Man. thing? I don't think anybody should be treated differently, just uh, in their own areas. Yeah, they're all going to be given the same items, wouldn't you assume? Whirling Dervish, what do you have? I wonder if they're going to throw the black people over the boat because they can't feed them anymore. Aww. Two nights ago. That is a call back to two <laughs> nights ago in an Amistad reference. <laughs> Thank you, Wild Hawk. Why call him out? There's no Keep reason. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Alright, we're back in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Remind you of Real TV on RealRadio.fm. Hideoutheretics.net has the new unfiltered chat room. Fullblownage.com. Go check them all out. Sign up. Uh, get to know everybody. People like you. Same kinds of sense of humor, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's why we bring in our comedian friends, Pedro Lima. MySpace.com slash NoFilterPedro. He's been in a few times. He's always a hit. New friend, uh, Patrick Garrity. He uh, hosts the uh, Tuesday nights over at Bonkers over here, right around the uh, right around the corner. Which 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 hotel is that one in? That Bonkers? It's the it's the Holiday Inn. Holiday right Inn. Before the I4 exit. Right. Why not? All right, Holiday Inn. Very cool. I appreciate you guys stopping by tonight, though. Uh, Dub. So anyway, I guess uh, the new Survivor thing has me completely stoked. Uh, we got some prizes tonight. What kind of good stuff do we have to give do. away? Um, you look that up real quick. I saw this. You know, you think back, who do you say is the worst boss boss we ever worked for? Um, the combination of uh, Bob Olson and uh, uh, Dave Johnson back at uh, Q106. Did I tell you I got the I got the whole story as to why no. why we got fired? No, from Mid Michigan. You know the full story. I know the whole story. So we had an old program director named Bob Olson. Mm. He was one of those guys where he could be your friend. And, and then you, you can. You wanted to be his friend. He was like that guy, but at the same time, he was out for him. Like when it came down to it, he was out for him. So anyway, Bob. Uh, <laughs> Bob just got fired like maybe a week and a half ago, you know. And so Shafee, our buddy, who we did this, you know, he did the skank shift, and we all worked together up in Michigan. Um, he calls him. Shafee's still holding on to this, like five yeah. years later. So now that you're fired, can you tell us the re- real reason why why we all got fired? Because Dubs, myself, and Shafee all got fired on the same day. What well, turns out, 
the owners of Mid-Michigan Radio Group were driving in for their big meeting they were having the next day, and they were driving around listening to us at night. Okay. Shafee worked at Q106. It was Lansing's rock station. I worked at uh, 92 on the Edge, which was... Uh, the new rock station. The new rock guess. station. I want to guess. Go ahead. They had cancer jocks to take over after you. <laughs> uh, no. All right. They're getting rid of the, the heavy hitters. So the reason Shafee got fired was the owner heard him talking about how it's radio, and he what if he really needed a poop? He goes, well, it's radio, and you guys can't see me. What's to keep me from pulling a toilet or something <laughs> in here and just going while I'm talking to you guys on the air? That was it. That was all? Out of everything you and Shafee and I had ever done, that was the reason he got fired for that comment. So then... Like, why did I get fired from Lansing's New Rock 92 on the Edge? I guess I was a bit of a... Shock jock. And I was talking to some chick or something, Mm -hmm. and I talked about her panties getting... I really couldn't probably even say it now. But let's just say she was excited and they ended up damp. Mm -hmm. So that's... I was talking... And I was just talking to her, you know, and I said that phrase... Because he had flipped stations, and he started listening to me after Shafee's thing. <laughs> so it was boom, boom, two and he, shock jocks. And he hears me say that. Shock jock. So then he calls Bob, and he goes, uh, Shafee, Hefe, I want them out by 5 o'clock tomorrow. And then while they were all at it, because you prank called the Rape Crisis Center? <laughs> yeah, that same, like, uh, <laughs> I did a prank call to a Rape Crisis Center that same, uh, like, two-day period. Is there tape uh, of that? <laughs> You know what? I didn't. That was one of the things we weren't rolling on. No, no. All right, here's the thing. We were rolling on it, but after it happened, oh, yeah, we knew right. we were going to get in trouble, so we went back and you we destroyed erased it. We erased the tape. It destroyed all evidence of it ever happening. So That'd hopefully we didn't get fired. So yeah. Those are the ones that aren't allowed to hang up on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. And they. And the funny part is, they did hang up on me. Yeah. So what if you know the soundboard of Swimming with Sharks with Kevin Spacey <laughs> was actually getting raped? <laughs> Why would they hang up? So anyway, I don't. I didn't know if I told you that or not. But no. But those are the three reasons we all. Because I originally thought we got fired because I gave Dubs the idea of calling the rape crisis center, mm-hmm. and so and I, was I ran little, with it. Yeah. So I thought that's why we got fired, and then they just decided to throw our buddy Shafee in because he's just part of the. But as it turns out, Trinity of shock jocks. Yeah, it turned out to be our shock jockiness. And then you were just like, well, we're getting rid of them, and he made the prank call the rape crisis center. Let's just clear them all out. So Michigan's So good. I was I was actually the lowest offender on that. that, that you prank called the rape no, crisis center. No, but, but they, I, they, I would have gotten away with that if it wasn't for those two uh, those two comments and the uh, owners coming through then. I think it And was, we still would be in Lansing, living our dream. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> they, well, that's the funny thing, because we were like, hey, Bob, do you have our back? And he didn't have a, you know, he just he just built a new house and he had his own studio in there. And he, he said straight up, you know, he's like, hey man, I gotta, you know, I gotta do this for my family. It was just him and his wife, whatever. So <laughs> it's always that line. I know. Yeah. So then here it is, five years later, and he gets fired. And we told him then, I'm like, dude, you're just buying yourself some time because you know, you know, they're gonna end up firing you. At Why some did point. he get fired? Well, is it turn? They were this is real inside, but just for you and me. Mm-hmm. They were flipping. They were a really cool station, Q106 was, for a little while. Sounded a lot like real rock. Mm -hmm. And then they completely wanted to change it to, like, 70s, 80s rock, like Mm -hmm. hair bands all the time. And he he was like, this is a mistake. And they were like, "Uh, if you're not on board, you can go ahead and get out of here. 
And it was wow. after 16 years at that station and firing three shock jocks. Shock jock. And that's the way it went down. Now, Great let me ask excrement you. and moisture apparently doesn't fly <laughs> in, well, in Michigan. Well, actually, it doesn't fly anywhere, to be honest. Nope. <laughs> we were getting away with so much then in little old Lansing, Michigan. Oh, it was crazy. Those are the golden ages of radio right there. I, we've told a story before about how we had this one co-ed from Michigan State University, this red-headed chick. She was so hot. And she came up there. She just wanted to get nude in the studio. And then before you know it, Shafee and another intern we call Remy, while I was on the air, getting a stinky, oh. stinky pinky. Like mm-hmm. all, of, like it was, it was weird. It was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen before. And I was on the air too. And she's moaning in the background. I'm like, shut up! I got an intro. Blink 182. Do you remember that fat bastard Quasi that we worked with? And uh-huh. when he took that uh, real, real oh. nasty chick into one of our bosses' uh, uh, offices and did his thing. That office never really uh, felt the same when you went in there or looked the same or had the same She was was a plump redhead. Not Mm -hmm. This is a completely different redhead. She was a plump redhead, and she's another one of these phone whores you get when you're in music radio. And she would let him do anything. No, he went around the world. Yeah. And that's why it stuck so bad. Jesus. Because he was like Jackie Chan around the world. All right, here's my question, though. I was asking you who our worst boss was. Yes. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Uh, Stuff we have to give away. Uh, Damon Wayne's uh, The Last Stand on DVD. Also, $50 gift certificates to uh, U Spy Store, where they can uh, get you all the spy stuff, hidden cameras, all that kind of stuff. Also, $50 gift certificate. Oh, well. More of the East Spy stuff. That's so that, wonderful. That's very cool. Queensryche Live at the House of Blues. Speaking of hey. Q106, Lansing's Rock Station. All right, Dubs, I got a list here. The worst bosses on television. You got to think back to the TV shows. Who were the worst bosses on TV shows? 407-916-1041. They can either be current. They can be former, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shows that are now in syndication or off the air now. They could also, too, be from cartoons. But who were the worst TV bosses? 407-916-1041, 888 We'll hook you up with some prizes next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. To Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Here we are. It's Wednesday night in the Hideout. Giving out prizes. Who is the worst boss on, on a television show? 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Before we get to it, Dubs Real Fast is in the studio. Yeah. Hanging out with you and uh, Pedro uh, Lima, who's hanging out. Our comedian friend, myspace.com slash uh, no filter. Pedro going to be at Bonkers at City Jazz at City Walk coming up Saturday at 8. We were looking at the fantasy football board. Hmm. I feel like I hurt your feelings a little bit when I said, yeah, I don't think your team's as strong as you do. Oh, I, I just, uh, I definitely think I have the best team in there, personally. And I, I know there's a lot of people that back me up on it. I think you got good names, but I don't think you have the best team. I think, sadly, I think By Curious BJ ended up having the best team as I really look at it. Um, and how narcissistic of you to say you had the best team. Hey, whatever. I'm not going to lie and you know, try to stroke someone else's ego. I know I have the best team. I'm taking it. Why don't you just be honest? Hmm. Say you really blew it when you had the first pick overall. No, I think I did a a great job with that. And he's going to be better than he was last year. All right, Dubs, here we go. The worst TV bosses. 
407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Let's go to Michael in the 407. What do you got, Michael? You get one of these, we'll get you a prize. What do you got? What's going on, fellas? Hey, baby. Hey, the worst TV boss was the boss from Starsky and Hutch. He, he, this guy looked like he wanted to blow a, a, a brain vessel every time they walked in the office. He always had something sarcastic to say, mm-hmm. and he was just all around evil. I, you know, I actually remember watching that as a kid. He didn't make the top eight, so I can't get you a prize for it. But um, no Starsky and Hutch in there. How about Boss Hogg from uh, from uh, Dukes of Hazard? Boss Hogg was an evil boss. Yes. When you stop, you take a look back. He was so much fun. Mm-hmm. My grandmother kind of looks like Boss Hogg. <laughs> Hot. Without the hat. Yeah, you know, you're right. Without the hat or the nice white suit. Let's go to David. David, what do you got? Mr. Wee from Family Guy. Is he on the list? Mr. Wee is not on the top eight for the worst TV bosses. Mr. Wee. That's what Matt said. Yeah. Who is he? Uh, explain that, Matt. He's uh, Peter Griffin's boss at the uh, toy factory, but he died like halfway through the second season. So really, Peter Griffin works at a toy factory. Well, he he kind of did. I'm not sure where he works That's now. Like one episode. He works at the brewery now. Oh, see, I hate that show. I I you, yeah, I'm I, really not a fan of it. I loved it when it first came out, like when it very first came out, and now I just hate it. <laughs> and I think South Park's take on how it gets written. Is genius. Let's go to John in three eight six. Hey guys, what's up, bro? Hey, how about Danny DeVito in Taxi? Uh, you know what? That was a, that should be on here. It's not it's in the not top on eight there? though. What a crap list! It actually is pretty good. All right, let's go to James in the three twenty one. What do you got, James? Hey, uh, I think it's uh, Mr. Wiggs. I think is his name from the Drew Carey show. The boss from the Drew Carey show. Yeah, um, Mr. He, Witt. He was not Mr. one of the worst TV bosses, according to this list that Dubs has. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Chris in the 321. What do you got, Chris? I got uh, Mr. Spacely from the Jetsons. He is number eight, Cosmo Spacely. He was belligerent. He was obnoxious. He was rude. He made Jetsons life miserable. And he was one of television's first primetime animated series, The Jetsons, and premiered in 1962 on ABC. Let's go to Matt in the 321. Hey, I got the boss that tried to block the sun out of Springfield, Mr. Smithers. Mr. Smithers? That's from the no. Simpsons. From I, the that's, Simpsons. That's, no, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and say you're not a winner because it's Mr. Burns. Mm-hmm. Smithers is his gay secretary. If you had said Mr. Burns, Mr. Burns, number three. Three? All the way up to number three. And actually, you know what? I'm going to give that to John because he had Mr. Burns up there. All right, John, you're a winner then. Hold on, my friend. And why wouldn't C. Lane correct him and be like, hey, aren't you talking about Mr. Burns? Uh, Because there's Mr. Burns and Smithers up there, so I wanted to uh, make the first guy look like an ass and then go to uh, Mr. Burns. It's football season. You can't fumble. It's true, Pedro. It's true. All right, so we still uh, got three and eight off the list. All right, let's go to Laura in the 407. Laura, what do you got, Laura? I'd have to say Barney Rubble's boss because Barney was always goofing off and his boss was always bitching at him. Uh, well, here's the thing. If Barney was goofing off, how can you uh, get mad at the boss for bitching at him? And he did not make the top eight, whoever the boss was for that one. There are a couple on here who... Who was the boss from uh, from the Flintstones? Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Slate. Mr. Slate, oh. yes. There happen to be two that are on series that are on right now. Oh, wow. So it's a pretty current date if you, don't want, if you want to think back. Because this isn't just actually three... 
Let's go to Classman in the 321. Uh, great to watch, but probably a terrible boss would be uh, David Brent from The Office. All right, here's the thing. I'm going to give it to you because Michael Scott, uh, you know, I think you're talking the uh, the British version, but for the American version, Michael Scott, so you're a winner. He's the regional manager in the office. He's the guy. It's such a good show. Do you watch it at all, Dubs? I have not gotten into it yet. Oh, my goodness. I'm, you know, I just the, got into the TiVo era, man. The British version is so much better. Though. Yeah, it is, but I don't, I don't think that the American version is that bad compared to it. I think the British version is hilarious, but the American version, I think, holds up. And just in the fact that he's the boss... He's not interested in being the boss. He's interested in being your best friend. And he, when they interview him, he's like, well, I'm, just, I'm more of an entertainer uh, than I am a boss. And he's uh, like, he's the one who put on the big production and mm-hmm. have the, you know, the, the yearly awards at Chili's. Oh. <laughs> and he'll like a karaoke set and wear a tuxedo and hand out prizes and sing songs. Dude, it's so... Douche chill. So every office. It, it, it's fantastic. And then Dwight... Or the the other guy from the British version is fantastic too. Is in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a fantastic show. Let's go to Matt in the 407. Which, by the way, you should watch on the weekends because listen to Hideout on Thursday nights. What do you got, Matt? Hey, I got I got two of them for you. The first one is uh, Steinbrenner, George Costanza's boss from uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> now here's the thing: they made Steinbrenner out to seem cool. Yeah. So I don't. I, I, at least on that, you you seem dumb, but you didn't seem like you was off to work for. And what's the other it one? Was, the, the other one, I don't remember the guy's name, but I remember a show called Sledgehammer, and I remember that boss was a jerk. Oh, dude, I remember that show. <laughs> uh, do you remember that show? What was it about? Uh, it was, uh, uh, what is it, a cop? Yeah, and, like and was... he always had, like, this, this what is it, like, a Colt 45, and he always wanted to, like, shoot or something? Yeah, it was, he always had this huge gun, and uh, he was, like, he's just kind of an idiot. He was, like, a really stupid guy. He was, like, Tackleberry from, like, Police Academy. And the only thing I remember about that show was they showed him walking down, like... The area for a wheelchair, and then the guy in the wheelchair was going down the steps in it. And I go, wow, this is really funny and stupid <laughs> at the same time. And I was like, five. All right, let's go to Tim in the 407. Yeah, same about George Jefferson. <laughs> he wasn't asked, but he wasn't yeah. in the top eight for worst bosses on TV. I, I'll be honest, these the rest of these are kind of hard. What's no. it, the, the, the boss from the Mary Tyler Moore show? Oh, I don't watch anything that's in the 70s, no. unless it's Welcome Back Carter. And that may have even Welcome been earlier than the 70s. That, they, need a, they need an updated version of Welcome Back, Carter. Well, you know what they're doing, right? Ice Cube is going to play Mr. Cotter. What? Yeah. A movie? Yeah. Oh, get out of here. Horrible, dude. No! Yeah. I love Ice Cube. Man, I'm listening to his new album. It's so good. But Ice Cube is Mr. Carter? Mr. Carter. Wasn't the thing about Mr. Carter was that he was a Jewish guy teaching well, in the ghetto? Well, everything got to be updated now, dude. Wow. Look who's coming to dinner. It's like Ashton Kutcher and, uh, right. and yeah. Bernie Mike. I didn't even... Wow. I, I, I love Ice Cube, but I don't want him being Mr. Carter. How's, how is Ice Cube going to be Mr. Carter? Black is the new Jewish. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose. <laughs> I'm working I'm working a script for Good Times starting like uh, just an old white cast. I think I it would Dakota work. Fanning. Bring back the Golden Girls. Put them in the whole situation. Still Getty's going to be Florida. Mm-hmm. Dakota Fanning. Let's go to Jeff in the 407. Hey guys, how's it going? All right, buddy. Hey, what about uh, Candace Bergen and uh, Murphy Brown? She fired her secretary every time she walked in the office. You know what? That was a funny bit. That turns out not to be uh, in the top eight, but I do That's remember that. That's one of the shows I hated growing up. Why? I don't know. You hate women and any women who are in power. No, just the whole. I, I couldn't even make it through the uh, the stupid uh, intro music. 
I found it to be boring and terrible. FYI. What? That was the name of the show she worked on. FYI. For your information, Dubs. Yeah, that's true. She had her own little segment, like Barbara Walters. Do you remember Eldon, the uh, guy who fixed her house for like the first season? No, I never seasons? watched it. He what, died. What about Miles? The, Who's Miles? The nerdy like producer. Producer guy. Yeah. Dubs, you missed a fantastic show. No, I didn't. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. And don't forget uh, Corky Sherwood. Who's Corky? She uh, she was like the other hot like anchor chick, and uh, she ended up marrying a guy, and she kept his last name, so she was Dude. Corky Sherwood Forrest. I know. Uh, you guys really know like the whole cast. <laughs> yes. Tommy is, is a uh, crazy TV dictionary. Yeah. He's... Draw out another show for him. Just th- see if you can stump him. Oh no, it's gonna be something uh, like that. Uh, 80s are good Just for him. Just the ten of us. Oh, oh hold on. Wheelhouse. Hold on. Yeah, you really did. You threw you him an you threw him an eighty seven mile per hour fastball right down the gut. Me and Pat yesterday were just uh, doing uh Listen to this, open Pedro. mic just going back and forth throwing uh eighty shows. Minute by minute. <laughs> Alright, name the uh, name the people in the house. It's Grant T. Lubbock, his uh, wife. Um, I'm trying to blank on her. I'll have to come back to her. Let's see. There was Junior. Uh, the girls were Heidi. That was the uh, youngest. It was Connie, Marie, uh, Wendy, Cindy. <laughs> I hate that bastard. Why? I would. Elizabeth was the wife. Wasn't the chick from Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. in that show? Brooke Thiessen, who played uh, Wendy Lubbock. And, uh, Remember their singing group? The coach also did a uh, did stand-up. Give me one of his yep. jokes. Yeah. Hey, you, f- you can steal this from Pedro. Hey, you ever ride that ride, the zipper, at the theme park? You know why they call it the zipper? Because that's all you can see after you get off it. <laughs> Gold every time. Ridiculous. So stupid. <laughs> All right, Dubs, I'm going to go in. I don't think anybody will get the rest of these. Hey. I got a couple more we'll just take real quick. All right, go ahead. Chris in 352. Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Lou Grant. Mary Tyler Moore. All right, that was the one that we were looking for, but it's not in the top eight. My apologies. Was Mitch Buchanan from Baywatch on there? No. <laughs> Duval in the 917. Duval? Yeah, go yeah. ahead, Duval. What about Peter Parker's boss in Spider-Man? Was he on there? No, he's not on there. All right, here we go. Here's the eight, Dubs. And one more. Bipolar Steve wants to just throw his in, and we'll be moving on. Go ahead, Bipolar Steve. What's up, guys? Gordon Ramsay from Health Kitchen. That's number one, actually. Good job, Bipolar Steve. You were a winner. Hold on. All right, Cosmo Spacely 8. Adrian Monk, number seven. From Monk? On USA. Ugh. Six, President Charles Logan. Oh, 24. Yeah. yeah. Five, Dr. Bob Kelso on Scrubs. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, number four, Al Swearingen. I guess. From what? Deadwood. Oh, oh, I don't okay. watch Deadwood. No, I'm not interested. Number three, Montgomery Burns. Two, Michael Scott. Number one, Chef Gordon Ramsay from... Uh, Fox's Hell's Kitchen. Could they put Tony Soprano on there? I think that would have counted. For worse bosses? Yeah. He's not very good. Um, all right, let me think about it. Hey, all right, Entourage. We already talked about this week's Entourage? No, we haven't. All right, so what'd you think? You know, it's Wednesday already. you got to be able to watch Entourage at this point. Yeah, step out of the studio, Matt. 
What do you think will end up happening with um, Vinny Chase? Vinny Chase will, I believe... Um, Is he going to fire Ari? I don't think he's going to fire Ari. I think Ari's going to come through in the last second with a nice project for him. And, but we uh, won't find out till next yeah, season, you think? I think he's going to keep him. Just be, like, it's going to end with him handing him a script that's going to really work out for him for next season. Because I think that he really ruined, uh, he seemed to ruin his chances with the I Want to Be Sedated film for the Ramones. You watch oh, this all, Pedro? You watch Entourage? Yeah, yeah, I caught up to it uh, this morning. All right, very good. I'm just wondering, uh, Dubs, can your friend tell us what's going to happen on Lucky Louie next week? <laughs> Are you saying that Brian looks like Jim Norton? Just a little ben bit. Penn. I'm surprised no one is. <laughs> you know, it's so odd. I can see it now that you mention it. That's too funny. Um, all right, 407-916-104. What else was there about? Was there anything else about Entourage that seemed interesting to you? Well, uh, the funniest part of Entourage this week was uh, was Johnny Drama. He uh, he was very nervous about his first day on set. He had to do a monologue, and they oh, changed it yeah. from him just sitting there doing the monologue to him doing a walking monologue, which even freaked him out more. So right before he had to do it, he was trying to calm down, get rid of his anxiety. So he remembered something Turtle told him and ran into his, uh, his uh, trailer and... Punch the clown. Ran a batch. Mm. Release the doves. He, yes. <laughs> I like and, that one. He left his. He had his mic still on. Yeah, he still had his uh, mic on, so everybody on the staff could hear him doing it. Now, here's what's funny too, is that I think Johnny Drama is the best part of that show. Me too. He's my favorite character. Oh, I can't stand him. That's why, because he's so douche chill. You don't want to watch him. You know he's going to do something so stupid every week. The best part though is when him in Vegas. And mm-hmm. the gay thing with that masseuse. And then this last week, those are two funny I look, bits. I look forward to drama every week. I hate E, the manager. He's I a, like E. He's annoying to me. Well, E is what you know, what kind of a you know, manager, producer is supposed to be like. Just completely fighting at all times. See, I wish that was Tommy. That used to be Tommy for us at WJFK. Tommy used to be E for us. I don't feel that Tommy's E anymore. Tommy needs turtle. some money. <laughs> money. I'm oh. Vinny. You're Chase. You're more Johnny Drama. Am I? Even though I look like Turtle. Yeah, you're Turtle. Would that mean Matt or Chunks is Turtle? Matt. I think Chunks is more Turtle. Yeah, I would think Chunks is more Turtle, but, too. But uh, Matt is the one who, you know, is always running one. Uh, Matt is the one who... You know, he's kind of... You no, know, ironically, I think Chunks is Johnny Drama. Yeah, I would say Chunks is more Johnny Drama than me. I could see that. He's always in those situations. I'm always pushing people to those situations. Another show that I'm watching is fantastic right now is Weeds on uh, Showtime. You ain't seen this? Pedro, it's good. No. Is it? It's about suburban housewives in a... Uh, I want to say L.A. suburb. And the I guess the mom had her husband die. And so she gets into selling weed. So she 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 teams up with like these people from Compton, you know, or the hood, and her business is selling weed to other housewives. It's what desperate housewives should be. Is there a DVD on this? Yeah, the season one is out. We actually gave it out on the show. I'll even let you borrow it if you want to to get caught up. And then uh, they just started the second season. It's so good. It's very and it's got that it's got that hot mom. Who? I'm not gonna Mary say. Mary Louise Parker, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Damn it. I was thinking, how old is she for next year's Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft? And I think I can look it up. She's thirty. She's like 30, 36, something like that. Thirty-seven. Yeah, she's very odd, though. It's a hideout. Got, oh, go ahead, dude. It's a hideout. Row Radio one hundred four point one.
right, Dubs. It's hour uh, four on a Wednesday night in the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888 star one zero four one. if you have a singular wireless phone. Did you see why people are worried, like liberals are worried, that we may never catch up to conservatives? Like How's that? What the big theory is as far as like voting and stuff goes? Liberals aren't having enough babies. <laughs> I I would probably agree with that. Here's the sci- Here's the actual science. Most of us are gay. <laughs> All right. Huh? Um, huh? Pull that one. <laughs> According to the 2004 General uh, Social Survey, if you picked 100 unrelated politically liberal adults at random, you would find that between them, they had 147 children. If you picked 100 conservatives, you would find they had 208 kids. Ugh. That's a fertility gap of 41%. Given that about 80% of people with an identifiable party preference grow up to vote the same way as their parents, this gap translates into a lot more little Republicans than Democrats to vote in future elections. I think that only works for like the first election, voting the way your parents do, and then I think you kind of branch out and do your own thing. Actually, I completely disagree. I think you end up rebelling yep. early on, and then as you grow up, you're like, hey, man, my parents didn't have it. Because so, I know that... My both my well my dad especially and that's the household that I grew up with like in my formative years pretty liberal guy mm-hmm. thank goodness so I was ultra self hating Mexican Republican conservative me yes that's right me El Jefe bleeding heart liberal dude I was the I was that self hating Mexican guy speak English only I'm American first that all that crap that I hate you are American you first wanted, you wanted to belong. Exa- That's what it was. It was it was all completely about assimilating on a baseball team made up of guys who love to use the S word and the N word. And you know, and that's what it was. I'm gonna say them right now. Don't. <laughs> I, I get three of them a week. Boggs the pizza guy says smart people have okay. less kids. <laughs> what do you think about that? That smart people have less kids. No. I would say no on that one. You yeah, think- I'm gonna say yeah, because I have three. Do you think that you don't think that the more educated someone is, the less likely they are to have a big family? Well, a, a big family, yes, but I, I would say uh, the smarter you are, the uh, the better you plan out having your kids. But I don't think it means you're going to have less kids. No, you're smart. You know, kids are going to be expensive, so you're going to hold off. On I them. think smarter people have fewer kids because you're right. You plan it out. You do family planning. You realize, all right, look, based on what I'm going to make. I can probably at best only afford two children. Then it's the other morons running around who have, you know, anywhere from four to seven. You have this completely all convoluted. Smarter yeah. people have more abortions, and I think that's where it runs down to. That's what I'm saying. They have less kids. Smart. That's still a kid. What? It's a blood. It a counts as one. I guess. Dead, but it yeah. counts as one. I have a a yearly little so I have uh, seven kids memorial dead. for mine. Uh, I had seven. Because <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking, I, why do conservatives have more children? I need a new shoebox to keep the new ones in. <laughs> I'm thinking... I'm going to bring them in next week. <laughs> less birth control. I think conservatives are less likely to use birth control. A, because they don't like you being taught in schools. B, because a lot of religions say don't you, you can't use birth control. You know what I mean? Successful uh, procreation. Exactly. Less education and um, I don't know about less opportunity. 
Now, let me ask you, what can we do to get liberal chicks to have more kids? Because if you think about it, the chicks were the sluttiest and the easiest tend to be girls who come from conservative families. Mm -hmm. Liberal girls, and I love a liberal girl, I love a, a hot chick who, you know, hangs out at a place like Matador or Ibar, you know, something like that. But getting into those panties is so hard. Here's the mix that worked for me for my kids, ecstasy and alcohol. <laughs> so that's how you can make it happen. 407-916-104. That's our comedian buddy, Pedro. MySpace.com slash no filter Pedro. Well, sometimes he doesn't spit comedy, sometimes he spits truth. Yeah. And that was true. Well, mm -hmm. That was a lesson. Call my wife right now, she'll tell you right now. You really I married? Yeah. Damn, what are you doing, dog? Let's go to Dugout Did Duggan. Did you have to? I needed a place to stay. All right, fair enough. What's hey, up? Hey, Dugout Duggan, 757. What's up, man? Well, I actually have a kid, and I can tell you flat out, you never quite have enough money for a kid no matter what. Dude, I'm learning that now with a cat. I mean, I got a cat with a ringworm, and I'm like, what are the, all these shots? Where does all this come from? What, what is this $6 in uh, pouch food? <laughs> but you know what, dude? You can, you can get rid of that cat and not worry about it. Mm -hmm. uh, now, let me ask you, Doug, how much does it really, how much does it end up usually running you a year to have one of those uh, children? Well, I don't know. I'm already divorced, too. So, all right, so, <laughs> <laughs> and so that just shows it all works out. All right, there you go. Scott I have Peterson, to weigh in my genius. Child support payments, but uh, you know, I don't know. It doesn't cost that much. I mean, daycare can run a couple hundred dollars a week. After they're out of diapers, it's not that expensive. But... And you just think another mouth to feed, and mm. and just like, man, damn, that's depressing, dude. Makes you want to take two hundred dollars a Christmas. is it two hundred dollars a month for <laughs> for daycare a month or a week? What'd you say? Uh, the daycare can can be uh, anywhere from a hundred to one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars a week. Mm -hmm. but that depends, you know, if you bring them to one of those big systemized places, or it's cheaper if you find some lady that uh, just watch them in the house that's certified. But uh, the money, the money thing, it really comes down to one really big underlying fact. It, it's an it's a money inconvenience for people that want kids. But it's not a money inconvenience for people that want to be parents. I see what you're saying. They you know, want to make the sacrifice. Right, I got you. Hey, there he is, Doug out, Doug, footballandage.com. Thank it you, out. Doug out, Doug. Because um, even you think about it, too. <coughs> Damn, my cough's kicking in. Every night at 10. It is. It's every night at 10 o'clock I get this cough. Just those, those worms. I think it is. I think it's, honestly, I think it's a cat. The vocal cords. So, I, um, what, I, what I'm thinking, and I, I heard Pedro mention a couple of times they got, you know, kind of uh, skirted by with the uh, the uh, Lacey Peterson comments and the Scott Peterson, how he was a smart guy. It, it is kind of a business venture for a lot of these people where it's like, hey, I have an investment here that I don't think is going to pan out, so have someone pan around the bottom of a lake. You know how many times just like, I... Just like Chuck Jock. Just like Susan Smith with, uh, you know, she was just one gear shift away from, uh, you know, a livable income. Jeez. You know how many times I try to take my wife to Lake Eola to get one of those swans? <laughs> no floaties for the kids. No floaties. Just a garbage bag. Uh... Wow. What? <laughs> so that's what Andrea Yates was doing by taking her kids. Hey, no, now you're going too far. Oh, no, that's I'm... a line. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Wednesday night, it's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. J-Dubs, um, a little hideout rewind. All right. 
I'd have to say it's been a little while since we uh, since we played this hit in the hideout. Prussian blue. Skinhead boy. I'm getting on the IM. Cutest little girls in the world. They really are very, very precious. Hmm. When you look at them, I guess they were on Good Morning America. <laughs> they got a new yesterday. album coming up. Uh, they're uh, they're making the tours. TRL tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, here they are defending Hitler on uh, Good Morning America. <laughs> this is great. How old are these girls? Eight. I think that he wanted to preserve his base. He had six million Jews executed. I think that's an exaggeration. You do. Yeah. No Gibson's no, daughters. I, I hardly believe there were even that many Jews alive at back then. <laughs> ha! Back uh, then, like it's the ancient. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, they're 14 now. We just invented the Jews back in '67. Um, they're now 14. So, all right, people are telling me they keep this up. They're gonna end up on the new Full House. <laughs> going to be a catch uh, here, at 15 in Alabama. Here it is again, uh, defending Hitler for J-Dubs. I think that he wanted to preserve his base. He had six million Jews executed. How about that music? an exaggeration. You do. Yeah, I, don't, I hardly believe there were even that many Jews alive back then. They don't hatch that quickly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, here we go, Prussian blue. <laughs> Here's the creed that they live by. Alright? We must secure the existence of our people and our future for white children. So, ironically, that's also a bumper sticker on Dubs' green van. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we must secure the existence of our people and our future for white children. Now, Brian, you've never seen these girls before. Here they are. Here's the Prussian Blue website. They're hot. Mm -hmm. They look so innocent. And then they're spitting out the, uh, the see, Hitler propaganda. See, here's the thing. They don't look innocent to me. Cause if you didn't know their, their whole background... Blonde hair, blue-eyed isn't innocent to me. Hey! I look at it, and I'm like, evil. Hatred. Children of the dam kind of thing. Yeah, village of the dam right there. Children of the corn, whatever it Ooh, is. There's a, new D there's a new MP3 up on the website. Can you send it <laughs> over to me? You think it's on iTunes? It's PrussianBlue.net. I'm pretty sure they are. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're available everywhere, including iTunes. Here is 
Here's their mother explaining how they follow uh, her teachings. All, all children pretty much espouse their parents' attitudes. They were, if we were Christians, they would be maybe singing Christian rock songs, but we're not. We're white nationalists, and so, of course, that's a part of our life, and I'm, I share that part of my life with my children. Of course, if you had to listen to Striper when you were six, you would turn to Loving Hitler. Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. Striper, great band. <laughs> Michael Sweet and his brother were the greatest, vocalist <laughs> oh, drummer wow. combo ever. I have the song if you want it. The new song? Yeah. Okay. I, what is, was their hit? All right, hold on a second. Is it, I would assume it's clean, but... Your Daddy, it's called. All right, here's the new... Um, Record for Father's Day as a single. Dedicated to Lynx and Lamb's little sister. What kind of names are these? Lynx and Lamb, that's their stage names. And this is for their sister, Dredson's, uh, and their, their stepdad, Mark. <laughs> Alright, if you got it, go ahead, Tommy. I gotta say, their, their playing has gotten better. Mm -hmm. Drums. Get your tickets now. Persian Blue Live at Auschwitz. Hi, <laughs> right, bus or train? <laughs> People under 80 pounds get in free. Preheat your oven to 800 oh. degrees because it's going to be hot. <laughs> it's true, though. Dude, do you hear the Avril Lavigne? Like, it sounds like it's an Avril Lavigne thing that they got going on. And they have more sample tracks on there. There's uh, When I'm With You, The Stranger, who I'm only <laughs> assuming a... is not white, uh, <laughs> Gone with the Breeze, <laughs> oh, no, uh, and I Will Bleed for You. Oh, that first song was when I turned 15. <laughs> I was dedicated to the uncle. Um, Pinchy says we should make ceiling go out and sing these on street corners. That's not a bad idea. That first song without the drums sounded like it belonged on the soundtrack to Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Yeah. All right, let's get back into this. Is Santana playing guitar? They've actually gotten better musically. They probably hired a studio band. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even their singing I'm is a, at least on with the music. I don't, I don't know, but I want to sing along with the melody for some reason. <laughs> I'm, a, the, these I'm air guitar. These aren't quite as racist. Sellouts. Yeah. <laughs> they probably got a Jew lawyer, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are they doing? Try one of these other ones, Tommy. Uh, if you scroll down, uh, I want to hear I Will Bleed For You. I got the stranger. Right, let me hear the stranger real quick. I'm opening it right now. If Tommy, you want to get, I will bleed for you. Something tells me this isn't a Billy Joel cover. Mm -mm. I um, I hate the fact that you knew Billy Joel sang that song originally. I guess. <laughs> How old are you, C Lane? Twenty-two. So what? Billy Joel's career is already over by the time you were ten. Basically, before he yeah. was born. 
right, here's The Stranger by Prussian Blue. I'm locked down in my space. I thought they were singing for a second. They were like, what? <laughs> We should do, yeah, we should do racist <laughs> talk-ups. The stranger with dead in my gaze. <laughs> All right, already it's about segregation, and i got to move out to my neighborhood. The stranger came to my door asking me for five bucks because he needed gas money. <laughs> Turns out he was my lawn man. <laughs> the stranger with dead in my gaze. Of the hate. I don't know. They're sweet yeah, girls now. This song just sucks. <laughs> really bad. I mean, they got Santana doing guitar, which is fantastic, but they're hot. There the wrong Santana, though. They got Tito <laughs> for it. <laughs> well, I'm disappointed. I don't hear the hate. That's yet. the new Pression Blue from Pete and the PM. Try this one. Sounds like they're going back to the roots. Oh, yes. Yeah, here's the roots. The hateful, hateful Not roots. Not the roots. This one's white hot from Prussian Blue. Box of Bing Pizza. Bing bong. Box of Pizza Guy says, the next Prussian Blue single is KFC is not a civic center. <laughs> wow, this is like uh, they're under the bridge. This is where they slow it down, lower the lights. This is their patience. Right. King Katrina for some reason. Yeah. Thank you, Sickle Cell Those are shout outs in the, uh, in the album notes. Oh. To 
Dubs, why are you taking your lighter out? That's just wrong. Take it away from that Asian. <laughs> How did that become a bit on this show? I don't know. I love it, though. All right, there's Prussian Blue. Wild Hawk in the 813. I want, like, a scandal to come out. Like, like did there, one of them's dating, like, a really big black dude. Like, someone who looks like uh, my friend Lydell. Yeah, here's the thing. You know what's going to happen at one point, too. Yeah, there's... Someone we must secure the existence of our people and our future for white children. <laughs> wow. Was that their interview on the white wire that they have posted on their website? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Radio Jihad. Uh, that's not a joke. It's really on their website. They interviewed on something called the white wire. But you said it. Radio Jihad. Duh. Rain bombs. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I got to tell you, this is what happens when the races can come together right here. You got Public Enemy and Anthrax coming together for Bring the Noise. And then you have Prussian Blue. Mm -hmm. Dude, all right, so (laughs) we just debuted, I guess, their new songs. And, of course, we have the old songs. They're the ones we play their songs, Skinhead Boy. It's in a, it's a recurrent here in the hideout. Mm-hmm. I just sent you over a link of another racist uh, band. Uh huh. Johnny Rebel. It's the stupid. It's the attitude stupid. Okay, hold on. Before I click on it though, we found the fan mail, the Prussian Blue. Mm-hmm. Prussianblue.net. I just wanted to read a little bit to you. Let me get some mood music. <laughs> All right, here's just some of it. To be honest, I kind of agree with you girls. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that God made us different and that we're different, but if we keep getting races mixed, then we'll have no idea who we are. And it'll be a big blob of black, white, Asian. And I really don't want that to happen. It's so funny that uh, if you were, you know, the same color as someone else, you wouldn't be able to tell yourself from someone else. I don't, I don't understand the rationale of thinking there. Hey, girls, my name is Brianna, and I love your music. Just wondering if you could help me. I'm trying to break into the music business. I wondered if you have any useful tips or information. Keep up the good music. Hi, Prussian Blue. I think you girls are awesome. I'm a white blonde like you. I can't sing as good. (laughs) I think it's great you girls want to preserve our race. Love, Kelly. (laughs) Kampowski. Here's one of my favorite ones. (laughs) Dear Prussian Blue, I first read about you girls in a magazine some time ago, and I decided to visit your website. I've listened to some of the sample songs, and I think they are wonderful. You are very talented and will go far. I think your beliefs about preserving the white race are very important and special. And more, and the more people you can get to understand that, the better. Is it true that many white girls are getting black boyfriends? <laughs> and I don't think that this is right. The reason we started off in our own countries is so that our races would be separate and free to do our own things. Now we've all been mixed into one. Signed, Dubs. Thank you, Jenny. (laughs) Hey, that's my chick's name. 
Oh, boy. Go to that link I sent you. As an old Frenchman, I agree with you. <laughs> Jean-Robert. Alright, I'll go to the one you sent me, but I, I love the... Um, you know what we should do? What's that? We should make Matt go through and read all these. And now another and now another letter from Prussian Blue. You know, when you go to the link, uh, maybe we should have uh, Matt read through the track listings. If you want to see him get angry. Real angry. Whoa! <laughs> Alright, Matt, come here, why don't you read these? Have you read their blog? I have it up over here. Do you want to read it over here? Or yeah. yeah. Okay. But tell me, he oh my goodness. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I'll turn it around for you. We can play them. I know. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I doubt that they are. Well, maybe tomorrow night <laughs> after a little editing. All right, Matt, why don't you obviously edit. <laughs> it's the attitude, stupid. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Negotiators suck. All right, so for... Um, <laughs> yeah. Affirmative action, that's number three. Reparations. Uh, five, nothing but... Uh, me. Nothing but me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. If I could be a... For a day. Um, Jesse, Jesse showed up. I'm guessing Jackson. Send them, <laughs> send them all back to Africa. I'm not sure what that one's what about. What the hell, Chunks? Why are you laughing? They hit it. I'm um, just following Dub's example. Huh? <laughs> uh, oh, my in, God. Me in law. Yeah, blank uh, in law. Quit your bitching. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. One of the hidden tracks is They Can't Swim. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you want me to? Nah. They have a guitar solo by Jimi Hendrix, though, which is odd. <laughs> Look at this stuff, man. This is crazy. Arianware. <laughs> Are they on MySpace? Dubs, can you email that link to me? I may have to pull a couple of those for tomorrow night. Yeah, no show. problem. Song number 16 is why they hang out check cashing place. Aww. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Punch him. Punch our buddy Pedro. They fight back, though. Menthols and mugging. <laughs> <laughs> is one of the menthols and mugging? What the hell? Ouch. Jeez, Jeez. Where did that come from? Chuck Jock. I read your mind, Matt. Like you would have gone for it. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do jokes about my own race. Stupid. Man. All right, so anyway, this looks kind of fun. These websites. It's always interesting to go and see the hate. Yeah. Like just There's a whole section of the internet that normal people don't frequent. And if you look for it... There's a lot of stuff there. Yes, if you search it in Dub's favorites, it's, it's bookmark favorite whatever. <laughs> Number sixteen is Human Shadows. <laughs> now let me ask you, if it really is about just all being separate, how come white folks don't go back to like England? Well, because you know, or even France or we, Germany. We took the time to wipe this country clean of Indians, and I think... When you put the work in... <laughs> yeah. You make enough smallpox blankets yeah, this stay. This place is a fixer-upper. <laughs> and... You're Bob Vila. <laughs> Alright, it's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1.
All right, welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Pedro Lima, our comedian friend's here. Saturday night, though, he's going to be at Bonkers at City Jazz and City Walk. Drop, um... Drop my name. And you get in free. Nice. MySpace.com slash NoFilterPedro. The Hideout Special. I like that. All right, Dub, so you sent me that one over of the... Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them. I pulled one of the songs, okay. one of the samples. This is from the hit Reparations. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to pull down. He drops one in bomb, so I'm going to try to edit it out on okay. the fly. If you don't get it, I will. It's, um, wow. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh-oh. Why does it always sound the same? Trouble. There you go again, talking about reparations. There you go again, talking about something else free. There you go again, talking about reparations. Well, listen, <coughs> you ain't nothing for me. You say all your ancestors were slaves, and that's the reason that you ought to get paid. You want something for nothing, you monkeys are all the same. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're putting all of the blame on whites. We violated your civil rights. You just admits to right there. your civil rights movement is nothing but a shakedown game. So there you go again, talking about reparations. Why is it I can see your mom driving down the uh, road in Fowlerville <laughs> just jamming this? Keeping her uh, her uh, accelerator right to the beat. Wow. I guess this is Johnny Rebel. Oh, I've heard of him. It's the attitude, stupid. I guess I'm that's... sure you have. Sid so... Kate is a big fan of his, actually. <laughs> he actually uh, sent me a song of his over the weekend, but I deleted it from my email because I didn't want to be associated with it. Are you it kidding? No, I'm not kidding. I can't even <laughs> say the name of uh, the title there. Well, we just, I mean, we just read a whole bunch of them off. Now, Matt said Kate is your best friend. How does it feel? That's why made me kind of laugh at first. How does it feel to know he's supporting Johnny Rebel? He didn't send me the, the file. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Whatever. You guys would make jokes all the time together. What are you talking about? You and Matt, or uh, Sid, would sit around making racist jokes. Yeah, that was that's... about Mexicans. <laughs> oh, so that's okay. Yeah, you don't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um... <laughs> Lister Fiend in the 813? Uh, yeah, it's, uh... I, I'm starting my own band. It's called Hitler's Love. It's on Mel Gibson Records. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. All right, now, C-Jack says, uh, in high school this year, you can't Google the word hate or KKK. Really? And I'm wondering, how are you going to do your paper on American history? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, hey, this this uh, the, the uh, website that I found, um, this uh, this uh, that CD on, mm-hmm. it's uh, Arianware, and uh, they have for sale American History X. This is how retarded those people are. This, I wonder if it's just like the first half of the movie and then right. it just cuts off. Right after the... Uh, just clips to the very end. Right after the curb job? Yeah. That's the happy ending. Yeah, there it is. And then from there, and scene. Dude, is it still crazy to you 
Why is Blackhawk down for sale in there? Oh. <laughs> I swear to God. Well, it's just, you know, Skinny's getting shot. Mm-hmm. Amis died. Director's cut. Romper stomper. Uh-oh. Prussian Blue has a DVD on here for sale. Hot. All right. EMS TD wants to know who's going to represent uh, the hideout at the real race on Saturday night. That will be me and Chunks. Chunks and I will be getting into the uh, the cars and trying to do the 104 laps out at uh, Bifflo, I guess. Uh, who's representing the other shows? Does he know? Does Chunks know or is he not around? I believe uh, from the Phillips file it's going to be Otto and Jack. Jack. I'm not sure about... Is it uh, Shannon and Cabin Boy? Or is it Stedman and Cabin Boy? I would assume that Shannon has too much to lose now that he's got the uh, the new baby and, you know, he's got the whole family thing going on. Although Stedman has a baby, too, so... And I don't think Soul Brother with his blood pressure should be getting into anything, driving around in circles. <laughs> I just can't see that that's going to be a good idea. And, of course, Tuttle and Drunky. And Bubble Whoop-Ass Wilson singing the uh, national anthem. Matt, you coming out? He was gonna say he's gonna sing reparations. That might be my <laughs> sleeping day. <laughs> Their sleeping day? Yeah. I know. How's the new job going? I'm tired. Are you? Yeah. I see you're working hard during the day. What are you gonna do when Halloween Horror Nights kicks up? Die. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. I'm not sure how I'm gonna figure out that schedule. Um, I know that you're gonna. Then all of a sudden you go from no jobs. To three. Yeah, for, for 21 years to all of a sudden three jobs. Yeah, it's fantastic. Any women on the horizon for you? Oh, that funny thing you say that. Uh, Angel Jenny mm-hmm. messaged me today. Same what? She wants to hook me up with her girlfriend. There you go. Does she hate her girlfriend? Mm. Um, her girlfriend's 17, by the way. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Do it. You ought to. Now, why Why still, after everything we've done to that poor girl, why still... Last, she, time, she, last time she came in, uh, I hawked a big loogie on the pie she brought in. And Matt literally pulled pubic hairs off of his body and threw them in the pie. Four I times. threw up on it. For her birthday. Yeah, oh, she, and Tommy came in and threw up on it. That she brought in for her birthday. Why does it sound so <laughs> funny when you say it? So you don't think that one's going to happen for you? It's illegal. It's not illegal if Actually, you don't do anything. Yeah, but 17, see if you're 21, it's yeah. going to be okay, right? But yeah. now that you've turned 22, it's, good job. It's, it's forbidden. Damn Jeb Bush. Now, I know that you and uh, there was this other sister over there, sister, who works at your uh, your daytime job. Your sister I, lives down here now? I guess you guys hit it off because both of you know the words to the ghetto boys. Mine's playing tricks on me. No, I didn't say we hit it off. She just was surprised that I knew it. I was the only other black person there. That you haven't made any sort of a move there or anything? No. I think Perform a sister act on her? Huh? <laughs> no. Sister, sister. <laughs> Why not? Is it Sister Christian? <laughs> I'm there to work. I'm not there to play. Oh, I get there and do my job. Unlike here? What? This is... I come here and strap down, sir. Look at me. All right. Fire ants. Oh, yeah, and I got attacked by fire ants. What, at the job? Yeah. I was collecting around the parking lot. I was collecting trash. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Your wife's house. Job or community <laughs> service? Yeah, and, uh... I was stuffing down the garbage into the bucket, and I pull up my left hand, and I feel a bunch of tingling. And, uh, I thought it was a heart attack at first, because I didn't see the ants. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and I look down at my hand, and it, I just start 
swatting away, and I run into the I run into the uh, place I work, and uh, I just run into the sink and get it off. Yeah, I'm a loser. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you, man. You're working hard, it appears. You hate it? My heart's going to give out. Do you Have you gotten it? paid yet? No. <laughs> I'm not even going to be paid this week because I start in the middle of a pay yeah, period. Yeah, that's, that's the worst. How it always goes like that. I think they do it on purpose to you. They pay for everything. You'll get one nice big check. Do you feel like more productive of a, a member of society now that you're working or no? All I do is sleep. As soon as I get That's home, you did from, before. no, but you know, mm. you don't have time for your video games. Exactly, and... I can't play, you know, Belkin War or Welcome MLS. Welcome the real or... world. Well, you get to play Madden like I five hours a day. I didn't for years. Oh, That's what I always find funny about this, Dubs. Is look at us. Look at Hef and Dubs. You get to sit around all day. Not that we're not working, finding material. You play with your cat. He's with awesome. Ringworm. Yeah, well, we prep together. <laughs> he sits on my lap with his armpit ringworm. Damn, I gotta go home to that. Tonight. Make sure it doesn't get into your chest. What will happen if it gets into my chest? Little baby Death. ringworms will go in there, spawn, and they'll pop outwards. I saw it on Dragnet. Actually, it was a part of Cold Case. <sighs> okay, thank you. I appreciate the support. What time do you have to be at work tomorrow, Matt? Oh, 11. Right, you so, know what? Uh, so everybody go to the Steak and Shake in Oviedo in the morning and make sure you dine in. So that you. So that you leave Matt a lot I of... I hope you all die. <laughs> a lot of on plates. On the way there, shot in the face. I like to ask for separate plates for my mustard, mayonnaise, ketchup. I hope your ovaries are scooped up by a spoon oh. and ovaries? fed to an ogre. Yeah, tons of ovaries. You mean testicles? Shockingly enough, you have breasts. people we worked with. Not anymore after age 57. Uh, All right, wake up with the monsters in the morning. By the way, Cha-ching. thank you to Pedro uh, Lima, our boy who came in, myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. Um, the hideout special Saturday at 8. Bonkers at City Jazz and City Walk. Drop uh, Pedro's name and get in for free. And also he brought in Patrick Garrity, who's going to be at the Bonkers Tuesday nights at the Holiday Inn over here right across the... Uh, and right pa- around the corner. Pedro, before you leave, Striper's Big Hit was calling on you yeah. before you yeah. leave. Just so that you know that. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. <laughs> Shenanburg Middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. Uh, RealRadio.fm for Real TV. HideoutHeretics.net for clips from Real TV. FullBlownAids.com. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I wish I know how to quit you. I wish I know how to quit you. Break me once, shame on you. Break me twice, shame on me. Beat it. Doves, you feel so good. Oh, Tommy, you're so hot. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead.
I'm a transaxwood. I'm a transaxwood. I'm a transaxwood. I'm a transaxwood. I've been smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on the Lord. Step on the Lord. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.